Welcome, everybody. Another exciting um, podcast from Writing the Nerds. Today, we're going to have an, an exciting, let me say, an exciting promo talk dealing with um, the boys. Woo! Who I have with me today, my co-host. Sorry for not introducing myself. I sort of jumped the gun there. I'm Ray BG, and my co-hosts here are... Kegger! And Cody. Back, all of us back together again. It's been a minute. It has been a minute since we've been together, um, but it's awesome. Glad to see everybody. Everybody's doing... Well, um, and like I said, hey, we're jumping to the boys. Woo! Boys. I'm going to say one of my favorite comic uh, writers mm. of all time, um, Gareth Enos. Uh Is it Gareth or Garth? Because I don't know. I know he's from England. Oh, I so I don't know was, if it's Gareth or Garth. I thought it was Garth, but Garth, that's just always the way I read it. Yeah, like Wayne's World yeah. ruined me for that. Right. Um, so like, is it Constantine or Constantine? Uh, <laughs> he's awesome either way it goes right another thing about the god damn it we're gonna have to save that for later but the dc fandom that canceled constantine uh, yeah. right before the fandom when they had all those layoffs yeah uh, i hate that uh not relevant to this podcast not yet. <laughs> spoilers there's one coming soon there you go uh <laughs> gareth enos i mean that man just wrote gold for the longest time um yep I can't remember where he's. Is he English or Scottish or Irish? I don't know. He's all awesome. And he hates superheroes. Hates superheroes, which is weird for a comic book writer. I mean, I can understand. You get all these superhero things out right now. Eventually, someone's going to get tired of it. Yeah. Well, he's, this was before. He's uh, before. North, Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. Yeah. I knew he was. That, yep, that's right. Because he wrote about the. Uh, what are they? I can't remember what they call it in Ireland. The. I didn't say you were a British guy. You say right. Uh, <laughs> the, there's a certain word for like the IRA <laughs> stuff that happened, uh, which finally came to an end with late late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. The there's a word they call it. The troubles. The troubles. Is that it? I think it is yeah. the troubles because he wrote a couple comics about the troubles. Mm. Um, which leave that to a Britishism for. You know, homegrown terrorism. Like. Right, the and, troubles. And, but that's also portrayed in The Boys when you watch the show. Well, it's also, he wrote... Um, yeah, true. Mm, I think that's... it was uh, A Couple of Dicks, mm-hmm. which was actually a spinoff of the series that he wrote about the troubles. Hmm. Um, There's two kind of uh, goofier characters, and they become PIs. Um, he wrote all kinds of great stuff, not to mention, like, the thing that I think shot him into superstardom, which was Preacher. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. His run on his creation, Preacher, which just wrapped season four of it last year, mm-hmm. um, which was the finale. Uh, Dominic Cooper was the title character. He was he was a great Jesse. Yeah. Dominic Cooper was a great Jesse. Um, I can't remember the girl's name that played Tulip. But she was a great Tulip. Um, I'm going to backpedal on that a little bit. The first season and the second season were were worldly different as far as character development, and Tulip was very two-dimensional. Oh, in the first well, season, and I wasn't, but they they kind of flushed her out as it went, which made me feel better. Um, and then uh, I can't remember the guy who played. Oh shit! I can't think of the vampire's name. Oh my god! I can't remember the Irish vampire's name in Preacher. I lost Ooh. nerd cred for that, but he was hilarious. Cassidy, Jesus fuck. Cassidy, he was hilarious. They got a real good guy to, good Irish dude to play. I don't even know if he was Irish, but he was awesome at Cassidy. Uh, but Gareth Enos, one of my favorite things, and actually the thing that uh, 
Uh, everybody's like looking stuff up right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking up everything he's done. But the um, thing that introduced me to him was his run on Marvel Knights Punisher, which yeah. led, which was a five year run, which led to a run on a debuting format with uh, Marvel Max Comics, which was like the R-rated, X-rated versions. So you got a lot of more violence. Because like with his with his Marvel Knights run, it was always like kind of a sly wink to the camera. Hmm. You know, it was never shown. It was always just implied yeah. that he did these things. Um, although he did, I did enjoy Ma Nucci getting <laughs> her arms and legs cut off and then he fed her to polar bears in the zoo. It was awesome. Uh, they actually, in the game that came out after the uh, Tom Jane, John Travolta movie, Tom Jane voiced Punisher in that yeah. game. And I loved that game, but they did that whole Manucci story. Um, one of the first few missions in the level, in the game. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, Punisher Max was amazing. I still have all of those. Um, you know, all the way up to, uh, he introduced uh, one of my favorite Punisher villains, which was Barracuda who can only ever be in Punisher Max just because of who he is. Um, Barracuda was just a wicked... He was kind of like the Punisher's Joker. Yeah. He, he really missed, was. He, he was just like the anti-Punisher. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, and in fact, he got his own standalone, which I have too. Like he has uh, Punisher Max presents Barracuda. Right. And he was just a comic about him being... It's just him. It right. was awesome. Um, uber violent... He has a, Gareth Ennis has a penchant for uber violence. Like, I don't know if you guys saw the, the Ray Stevenson. Uh, yeah. Warzone. Punisher Warzone. Yeah. All the super max, like uber gore violence in that came straight out of the Punisher Max comics. Uh, even McGinty, who was a, he was a parkour villain, you know, doing flips and stuff in the movie. He was actually like Irish mafia in the comics. So, uh, Gareth Enos is just an amazing writer, and I just don't know why he hates superheroes so much, especially since he's a comic book writer. But you also know, <coughs> you also know to add to it, he may hate superheroes, but as being a creator of the show, you also have other creators, and one the next notable one I think you can mention is um, Eric Kripke as well. Yeah. And, and, you know, Eric Kripke is known for Supernatural because it's been running forever. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he also, he also came with the Ghost Facers. He's also done. Uh, <laughs> I kid you not. He's done Boogeyman, which was mm, yeah, was Boogeyman was. But, but he mostly wrote. He wrote that. He was a writer on that, so mm. it was okay. Um, so I mean, his. Um, so that sort of balances. That sort of balances um, the anti-hero, a comic book hero um, thing out when you have a another another uh, writer or creator that you know who who does spend his time on writing genres that are sort of superheroish sort of. Or supernatural, so you, and yeah. I think that balances everything out. One of my favorite things he did as pun with the Punisher series was actually <clears throat> Marvel Knights, the, the PG thirteen version. <laughs> yeah, uh, there the book was called The Confederacy of Dunces, and oh, he goodness. in that he had to go up against Spider Man, Daredevil, and Wolverine, and the Hulk, and he basically this man who is just a man. He is definitely a Marine, and he is mm. definitely aged. He is an older man. Mm -hmm. I would say the Punisher is in his 50s in all of, in his mid to late 50s in all of Gareth Ennis's stuff. And this is turning into a Gareth Ennis just love poem. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
But basically, he blows up Wolverine to where he's basically just the upper part of his bust and legs, and everything in between is missing except his adamantium skeleton. And they're having to feed Spider-Man, Daredevil, are having to feed him whiskey while he regrows. And I just thought that was hilarious. Uh, Punisher drops a uh, steamroller on Wolverine because he knows he can't kill him. So he just drops a steamroller on him and just leaves it there so he can't do nothing. It's so funny. That's smart, though. It is. He's so funny because he knows he can't kill him. He's not going to kill him. They're good people. And he even said that they're innocents. You know, they yeah. they stand for justice. They're not they're not the ones that need to die here. But he has to incapacitate them to be able to do what he needs to do. Uh, and I loved all of that. Confe- and even the fact the book was called the Confederacy of Dunces. Oh, yeah. Like he was definitely aiming this at all of the other heroes in the book. Right. In fact, I say he fought the Hulk. He didn't necessarily fight the Hulk as used the Hulk as an A-bomb against the heroes. <laughs> like, he he put he got Bruce Banner and had him in, like, a sedative state and put a bomb on him, and he just kind of kicked him out. So when the bomb exploded, he turned into the Hulk and landed on the heroes. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs> but anyway, we need to get to what we were here. What we're here yeah. for yeah. is probably next greatest creation. Yeah, and his full hatred of superheroes coming into the full light. Full focus. Which, I, to a certain degree, I understand a hatred of superheroes. Right. They like, they attract destruction. They're not... Yeah. I like, mean, uh, even Vision said that in the, in yeah, the, in the Ultron. And they're not necessarily... Not like, they're, <clears throat> their presence in general, suggests a type of holier-than-thou attitude. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that's probably the thing he hates the most, was because, like, every time you see Homelander in The Boys, he has that whole, like, you know, Christianity, the American dream, and all this other shtick going on, but then behind the scenes, he's just an asshat. Well, it's like that one guy, I can't remember the hero's name, but he was like the, he's like the poster boy. He leads the Christian thing. Ezekiel. He, Ezekiel, yeah, Ezekiel. And then you see all these gay porn stuff. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's gay. He's yeah. screwing all these guys. And I actually oh, kind of yeah. think that's a lot of the preachers and televangelists that rail against gay. Right. They're all gay, you know, exactly. secretly gay. You know, yeah, but kind of destroying your own sense of self. That's right. like a... Well, there's that gay pastor, that pastor in Colorado who railed against drugs and, and homosexuality and got caught with uh, meth and <laughs> having sex with gay prostitutes. Yeah. So, like, so it's just like, yeah. I, yeah, I, think, he, I think the lady doth protest too much. Yeah, you know? and he's, he's trying to expose the hypocrisy of these people who supposedly are great. You right, know, right. like they're... They're leagues above us. We worship them as gods, but it turns out they're just sociopaths. Yeah. The, they're terrible human beings. It's kind of like, he kind of, kind of, sorry, he kind of took a, a phrase from the Watchmen. Oh, yeah. Who watches the Watchmen yeah. and ran with that. Um, and it's been a minute since I've read the comics. I wanted to go back and start getting them again, but they were out. I didn't realize they were out of print. Like, even the trades are out of print. But with the boys launching, I'm hoping yeah. they push them back out. Um, I can't remember in the beginning, but I'm pretty sure in the comics, when Billy Butcher goes to get Wee Huey, I think they're CIA back from the get-go. 
Whereas in the in the first season, they are not CIA back. They're trying to get back in. Right. They're trying. Yeah. yeah Bill. Yeah. Billy is trying to get back in. I can't remember, but I do remember them going and getting everybody. The female Frenchie. Yeah. Uh, his bulldog. I can never remember that bulldog's name. <laughs> that bulldog is awesome. Wee Huey. Mother's Milk. Love yeah. love that one. Oh, Mother's goodness. Milk. Uh, oh, yeah, Billy. Yeah, Huey, Frenchie. The, Frenchie, yeah. the the woman or the female. Uh, Mother's Milk. Mm-hmm. Is, that five? is it just five? It is. And yeah. then you get uh, Starlight or whatever her name is. Yeah, Starlight. She's kind of uh, she might as well be one of them. By the way. You know. it, especially like because I remember when the reveal was because they didn't know about each other when Huey and her started yeah. boning because they did start boning in the comics um, and then they found out about each other and then they were super pissed about it and then they started working together like it was going to happen anyway um, and like I said in the comics I haven't read the 11th volume like the final volume which is why I kind of wanted to get back into reading them is because I never finished this series, even though I followed it closely until the very last volume. And I don't know what happened. I don't yeah. know why I didn't get the last one. Um, but was super excited to find out that there was a series coming out. And did Seth Rogen back this one too? He was part of the yeah, yeah. creator. He's a oh, super yeah, fan of Garthena's too. Because he, he, shows, he shows up in one of the... First episodes, I think. Does he? Yeah, because he's just like, I was so happy to do a movie with Black Noir. Oh, yeah. That's right. I do remember that. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, Well, I mean, he bat Preacher. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Um, definitely. Him and uh, Evan Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Evan Goldberg bat Preacher. Um, Because I remember he walked into a production studio or something. He walks into an office somewhere, and there was a issue or volume one of Preacher sitting on the desk. And he picked it up, and he said, if you guys get this, call me. He said, I'll, I will produce this. I will do whatever it takes to get this on the air. And he did. Yeah. Um, but it was a... The Preacher was originally supposed to be an HBO series and ended up on AMC, right? Yeah. Uh, which was weird. Um, it's extremely weird, but I think... Kinda, they kind of put limitations on themselves when they yeah. did that because The Preacher well, is very much a The weird HBO part series. is, I think, because of the success of other comic book shows like The Walking Dead stuff like this, HBO was actually starting to willing to take a chance on this kind of stuff now. Yeah. Which yeah. is why we got Watchmen, Watchmen, but they passed up on some good shit along the way. Right, they really they also, did. They passed up on Preacher, they passed up on The Boys. We also have the new um, show that comes on HBO um, dealing with the... Lovecraft Country? Lovecraft Country. Yeah. That's Watch the first that's episode be, of that. That's going to be interesting. I want to see that real bad. Their, um, their version of the show gods are a little hard to swallow, but you know, they, but it's okay. It's like watching the Watchmen just in a different era. Yeah, uh, it definitely deals very heavily with racism, as it should, considering when it's set. So right, um, yeah. And, and to correct myself earlier, guys, when um, we were speaking earlier about the creator of the show, I, I when I stepped in my part here, I was speaking more on the tele TV series. And I mentioned Eric Kripke. Eric Kripke was not part of the comic book creation. That was his genius. Um, but Kripke was a big major. Has been a big um, part of the TV show. Um, the boys, like he's listed as the top creator for putting into a TV concept. So, just wanted to correct that. I and I, I'll probably get flack for this, but I, I just punched in Garthenis and looking at him, I don't know if you can look Irish, but he looks Irish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I kind of get like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he looks like 
Although his one, name- and I hate to say this, he could drink me under the table. He probably can, um, but I'm not a drinker, so oh, everybody, yeah, I can three beers and I'm probably good. Um, I was just looking this up to see the uh, the stuff that he's written. Um, Wikipedia. Oh yeah, I, I had that list pulled up. It oh, did is you? a lengthy ass. Oh yes, he's yeah, got a he's, lengthy list. He's been doing it since the '80s, so mm. you know. Trouble, it is the trouble. He's right. done some Judge Dredd. He's done, obviously, The Punisher is a huge one. I know um, he's done some uh, he's done Constantine. S- yeah, he's done some DC work. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to look some of this. Hellblazer with Steve Dillon, RIP Steve uh, Dillon. He died a few years ago. Yeah. Um, actually, I think he died a while ago, actually, because I think I, was, I wasn't married. Uh, and I, I'm pretty sure I was with that, that other one. Um <laughs> Uh, affectionately referred to as the, the other one. Yeah. The Hitman, Hellblazer, Heartland, Preacher, uh, which I love Preacher. I so love Preacher. Um, oh, I forgot Kevin Smith was supposed to get in on that. He was trying to get in on that yeah. um, when it was going to HBO, and it didn't quite make it. I mean, shit, let... If anybody's read the script for Superman Lives, like the original one that Kevin Smith wrote... Clearly, he can do something along those lines. Like, I forgot that let he, him... Wrote, he wrote Fury. I used to have that comic, too. Oh, it yeah. was for Marvel Max. He did a Fury comic, which was really good. It was kind of like the origins of Fury. Uh, he had both his eyes in that comic. Um, <laughs> Miracle Man, Super God, Captain America. So, the Punisher, yeah. I have this comic. The Punisher kills the Marvel Universe. It's I, one yes. of the best Punisher comics ever. He literally kills everybody on the planet because he finds a bunker of like politicians and rich people who are trying to be the last bastion. And he's like, no, you fucked it up. You're not getting out of this alive and kills everybody in that room. And that was written by Garthinas. <laughs> well, there you go. So don't fuck with Frank Castle. Like that dude will figure it out. Oh yeah. Although I got to say his only weakness is his love of Captain America. I think. <laughs> it's like, right. Of course, um, Deadpool also has a love for Cap. That's And Spider-Man. That's very odd to me. But, Spider-Man uh, almost borders on romantic. Oh, like, goodness. it's almost an obsession with Spider-Man. I get that one, though. But Spider-Man, what was funny is, like, he calls Spider-Man his best friend and Spider-Man can't stand him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's one of those. But we, <laughs> we have so many quips that are the same. But, yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> Um, he did Punisher Born. Oh, I forgot he did a Midnighter. Uh, he did uh, The Authority. He did a comic, The Authority Kevin. It was just, he did The Authority, which has got uh. the Midnighter and Apollo, which is the gay Superman and Batman. Yeah. They're yeah. gay for each other. Uh, and which... in it, he introduced just a, I think he was a CIA or MI6 character named Kevin. Right. <laughs> and it was just this regular guy dealing with these superheroes on a case. And um, I just remember Kevin says something about uh, he doesn't know that the Midnighter and Apollo are together. Uh-huh. And he calls them a couple of poofs. And the Midnighter goes and beats the shit out of him. <laughs> 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 Which was hilarious. Um, one of the good ones, the Seven Brothers, which he did with John Woo. Yeah, it's kind of like, a, have you ever seen Sense8? 
Yeah. yeah. It's similar to that, but everybody, they're all like sort of related and they're all born on the same day, but they all have different powers. Right. Like the pimp guy turns into a dragon. And I just remember the line when he, because he doesn't know he has, like, they can't figure out his powers. So he, they just know he's one of them. And he turns into a dragon and he's just, look, y'all, I'm a motherfucking dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I have that yeah. comic at the house. Uh, I think it, I think one of my favorite things about the boys is how hyper-violent it is, but also just the question that you're asking of, what if the Justice League were a bunch of douchebags? It's pretty much it was, what it is. It like, the Injustice League. Right. Justice League. Um, but I mean, Homelander definitely Superman. But I kind of feel yeah, like he's dead, yeah. I kind of feel like I phrased that question wrong. It's what if the Justice League were bigger douchebags? Right. Like, in it, if you've read the comics, all of them are. Oh yeah. There are so many times where they go and infiltrate parties where everybody's just fucking everybody else and doing copious amounts of drugs. It was kind of like a Tony Montana yeah. sticking his face in the mountain of coke and just going. <sighs> You know, as hard oh, as he yeah. could. Like, they are just all horrible human beings. They're just being policed, and they know it. And they even have their own Wonder Woman, too. So, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, Queen, Queen Maeve. Maeve. Queen Maeve, yeah. Um, yeah so you got, you know, so. uh, they got their own Aquaman with the deep. <laughs> um, Black Noir. Which... I don't know where Black Noir would fit in the Justice League with those. I mean... Not a Batman. He's a hyper-violent Batman. Maybe a dip. Kind of. Not a dip, but a... a Deathstrike. Deathstrike. Yeah, Deathstrike um, with a joint elite. I get like, I mean, they're, they're, not, they're not parallels for all of them, obviously. Right. But A-Train is definitely the Flash. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, he is technically a Flash. Did, right. So, um, Elijah, I know you're a Letterkenny fan. Did you notice the first episode of um, The Boys? The lady who gets exploded by A-Train is one of the uh, Shamrockettes, the female hockey player. Oh, my God, really? it is. Yeah, no, and, and the only thing I could think of was, oh, wow, Betty Ann. Like, <laughs> just, oh, wow, says, Betty Ann. Says the woman who's most likely to get exploded by a soup. Like, the, <laughs> I just heard that. Like, just, you know. I mean, it was like when we, uh, shit, we were talking after an episode, after we recorded one time, and we were talking about how, uh, uh, can't think of her name now. The the girl who's with the the natives. Oh, Tannis. Tannis. Uh, <laughs> Tannis was Dorothy Gale on Supernatural. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Deary was something else on Supernatural. He was so yeah. he got killed real quick. Uh, sacrificed by Rowena. Yeah. But, I Let's get that tie-in out of the way, right, too. No, Jensen keep... Ackles, Coming season into three the for the boys. boys. Season three, yes. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. So uh, glad to see he's doing... Jensen Ackles is actually coming. He's going to be... I don't know if he's going to be Batman, but they're doing an animated movie coming out soon. I'd go for that. Um, and I think he's Batman. I'm so mad now, though, that he never, that he never was um, in, the, in the MCU universe as Hawkeye now. Yeah, oh, he, yeah, because I forgot he tried he out. He had yeah. that part, and he had to turn it down because he was filming Supernatural. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> I would have been good. He's a DC boy, though. He's yeah. a DC. He yeah. needs to yeah. be either Red he's Hood a, or Bat or Batman. Yeah, he's always been DC. Like, I think I, would, I was actually kind of mad when they picked Robert Pattinson over Jensen Ackles. Mm. Like, I don't even know if Jensen Ackles went for it. But uh, right. I, 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 I've been sitting there looking at him, and I'm just like, he could be Bruce Wayne. Like, he could be Batman. Yeah. Uh, not to mention he's about the age for it, you know? What's your superpower? Rich. <laughs> right, right. Rich. Yeah, the Justice League. 
What's your superpower? I'm rich. Um, and nuts. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be crazy. You gotta be crazy. Um, so the boys, you wanna get into the meat of it? So I mean, uh, basically, I mean, we, we touched a bit. We've, we've named some of the, um, the, the main characters in it. Um, I think the only main character we have a name is, um, the, is the, the meat chick. They call her the meat, but she's the one to regenerate. The female. Oh, yeah. The female. That, that's, yeah, the yeah, female. We've we mentioned her as being part of the... the yeah, I one. forgot she, that was did, her thing. Did we name regenerate. all of the seven, though? Because I know we no. had Homelander, Black Noir, Queen Maeve, yeah. we've said. Starlight. We've Starlight, said, right. A-Train. And A-Train, Which, Starlight replaced Lamplighter, right? Yeah, yeah. Starlight. Lamplighter, they don't mention it, but I'm pretty sure Lamplighter got killed by the boys. I'm pretty sure he did, too. Um, and for and what, I've read the comics, and I can't remember this. And for what he did, he earned it. Yeah, right. from uh, what I understand. Like, the the series has cut down on the sexual abuse a lot. Yeah, they like, only... Uh, they like only the, the TV... Sh- there is so much violent sex in the comics. Um, I remember these. Because I remember when they said they were doing it, they were like, Amazon Prime. I was like, okay, no FCC guidelines there. Yeah. That's <laughs> the only way you can do this show. That's true, actually, because um, poor Starlight. I mean, her even, her hazing in the comics is much yeah. worse. Oh yeah, she's yeah. got to she's got to perform for everybody pretty much, um, and it's actually the one she feels the most betrayed by is Maeve. Well, yeah, uh, as you would. Because I don't like, remember if Maeve participates or if Maeve just walks away, but I think in the show she didn't know. Yeah, Maeve, where they they basically put it on the deep. Even though in the yeah. comics it wasn't the deep, it was one of the other ones. It was Homelander. Was it? Yeah, it was. It was Homelander. Yeah. Um, Which, for some reason, they had, you know. Let me they, let me stop you there because we are talking about something horrible with sexual abuse and all this stuff and the hazing yeah. and all that. Gareth Enos, and I, ha- I used to have it, he wrote a comic called The Pro. Hmm. The Pro is about a hooker, street walking, sex working hooker who stumbles into superpowers and the way she uses her superpowers is to get guys off real fast so she can do a lot of tricks in one night. Wow. (laughs) There's a Superman-esque character in this and she kind of gets with them. Like she's trying to become like a hero and they keep calling her the pro (laughs) and she ends up getting this Superman-like statue of virginity and... And light and Christian goodness, and she jerks him off. He shoots, and it goes through the wall into the sky and shoots down a plane, which he then has to go rescue, but he forgets his pants. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. And uh, thank you. From the mind of Garth Enos. Say thank I'm you, sorry, Garth little Enos. dude, that you're in here. Close your ears, please. Wow. I should have probably well, warned that- you. But yes. The Pro. Look it up. I gotta admit. It is a hilarious comic. In terms of the abuse, I'm glad they toned that down. Yes. It would have been real hard to watch that live. One one instance is bad enough, and we sat through eight seasons of Game of Thrones, so (laughs) I'm more than happy with this being a one-off. And the fact that the Deep actually gets... He doesn't really get punished for it. He, he kind of does because he gets demoted. Well, he gets sent to Ohio. That's punishment enough. Right. That, I, <laughs> no, it's not, actually. He deserved jail time. He's like the third biggest state that has nothing in it. Right. He and he deserves. Cleveland is, shouldn't even be considered part of Ohio. He deserves jail time for what he did, but because of that corporate influence. Corporate influence, he's a superhero. Yeah. He's part of the seven. 
and um, he somehow gets away with it from corporate influence and going, I thought it was consensual. Yeah, I'm sure he, he fuck that. Um, nobody, in fact, the, the, the fact they did that in the show, mm-hmm. nobody got in trouble for that. Yeah. That was just something she had to deal with, and the only person she turned to was Huey. Yeah. Huey was who she turned to for that, to cope with that, um, and Which, it pissed him off. But, again, it was during the time where they didn't know about each other, what they mm-hmm. did. So he just thought it was somebody at her job, and he was wanting to go tear some ass up. Yeah. In fact, the Homelander would have just ripped him in two and been done, had you know, went for coffee. Say <laughs> so what? Laser beans done. Right. I did love, I have to bring this up from the show, when they're in the nursery in the hospital with all the babies, and Billy Butcher picks up that baby and shoots somebody, and he yeah. looks at the baby. That was diabolical. That was my favorite thing that happened in the show. I like it when season he, one. I like it when he puts him back in the incubator or whatever. Right. And he just goes, now "Don't you grow up to be a cunt, or Uncle Billy will come after you." You know, just like, all right. Can we but, say that Carl Urban for Billy Butcher is that, just amazing? That was a masterstroke. That if he, was. If you can't play Bones on Star Trek, then yes, this is the best role for him right now. Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> he, I will watch Carl Urban do whatever. Carl Urban has just earned that from me. Yeah. Um, I mean, everything from Lord of the Rings up to now. What was that? I salute you, sir. Was it Priest? You remember that movie? It was a horrible movie. Yes, oh, with Paul Bettany. Yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. That was Legion. No, it was, no, was Paul Bettany Paul Bettany was Priest, yeah. Well, I know Carl Urban was in Priest. Paul Bettany he was. He was Black Hat in Priest. Yes. Uh, he was kind of the bad guy. He was the bad guy. If it's okay. the same thing I'm thinking of. His foyers into nerd culture have been hit and miss. His earlier ones, not so much. The newer ones are a lot better. Bones, Billy Butcher. But you guys got to remember, he was in Doom. Yeah, I know. Mm. Uh, he, that was his first foyer. Mm. Uh, then Judge Dredd. Yeah, his Dredd, Dredd was Judge Dredd. amazing. Judge Dredd, but it didn't do very well. Which is sad. It is sad. It was, I, it was better than Stallone's. <laughs> like it was much better than Although, Stallone's. Although if it w- if we wouldn't have had Stallone's, we wouldn't have that lovely Armand Asante turn around with <laughs> Armand. I love saying that guy's name. I, do I don't know why. It's just fun. Armand but Asante. I can't. It's just fun to say. I can never unhear that. Lord. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. It. See, I remember him as Odysseus or Rob Schneider. Actually, oh, I forgot Dredd. he was in that. Yeah. But he yeah, was nothing the but yeah. the guy who ran around just being like, Dread! Yeah. Like, he was just the damsel in distress. Rob Schneider. In the early days of Rob Schneider and making copies. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But so, I mean, also, I mean, you mentioned Carl Urban, and we were talking about how they toned down the sexual abuse or yeah. sexual misconduct. They toned down a lot of the violence. I would say they but toned the, down a lot of the violence, but it's still gory as hell. But you got to remember, they did, they did keep some of that because, you know, with Dylan and Carl Urban's, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> With Billy Butcher's wife, yeah, in the, in the show, what happened with her? Um, so, I mean, that was which, and they're coming up on season two, mm. they kind of alluded that she's still alive. No, she's definitely alive. You see her at the end of season one. Um, in the comics, she is not, no, yet. because that, if I remember correctly, Butcher is with her in the delivery room. That baby it's claws its way room. out of her, it's in their house. And yeah, okay, yeah, and Butcher has to kill the kid yes. because it attacks him after he kills his wife, yeah. So the whole diabolical thing goes completely different. It happens, but he has like he has to fight this super powered kid. Which the one thing I love about Billy Butcher in the comic is the fact that the soups are scared of him. 
Yes, they legitimately. Are. They like, know who he is. He and is. They, there's even Homelander. Yeah, has a healthy fear of Billy Butcher. He is. It's not the same arrogance you get in the show. Like no, Homelander is just all. like, who's this piss ant? He is. Yeah, but, it's full of arrogance. You know? he's like annoyed. Like just, yeah. But yeah. in the comic, it's more of a... There's a recognition there. Yeah. Because like, Billy has taken out, I'm pretty sure, uh, Lamplighter. Yeah. I think Billy and took out Lamplighter, hell, and there's a hell of a... there's, If nothing else, it's a healthy fear-respect kind of thing. Yeah. Um, enough to where Homelander knows he can't openly attack Billy, but Billy can't openly attack Homelander either. Mm. So... Yeah. So I... I was hoping they would play more on that conflict, but at the same time, they've diverged so much right. first season out of the comic yeah. that you're kind of like, where the hell are they going with this? Because even Stormfront showing up in season two, she's not, you know, like 100 years old for one. And right, right. two, Stormfront was a dude who was one of the first soups ever and a neo-Nazi. Yeah. Which, thank God, they're not... Well, actually, they still might go that route with the whole neo-Nazi. They probably will. Yeah, yeah, hopefully they will. She seems to be a bit... Yeah, a little... From the preview, she's a bit crazy. Yeah, so... Fundamentalist. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. She's making making Homelander see her views. Uh, Yeah, which is dangerous (laughs) as all hell. But Uh, they haven't gotten in... Because they got into the Seven. But there are other teams. Yeah. So, like, there's a parallel of, like, the Titans... Well, every major city. What was There's that? What parallels of like a bunch of different teams. They didn't call them Young Justice. It was um, fuck, I can't remember. It was like Junior something. Uh, I can't in, remember what the in team the comics? was. I can't remember what it was. I'm sure they mentioned. They sort of mentioned their other teams. But I just didn't know what they. Because Longclaw, A Train's girlfriend, was part of the Junior, yeah. you know, squad with him until he got upgraded to the Seven. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, or, oh wait, sorry, it was Pop Claw. Pop, oh, Pop Claw, yeah, I remember that. That still gives me nightmares. <laughs> oh. Oh. Right. Oh. You should have known better, dummy. <laughs> well, you, you wouldn't picture that being the way you go out from that. You'd figure it'd be like a claw accident <laughs> with the. <laughs> but instead. Uh, they, they're kind of playing it. down a lot because, like. Takes, <laughs> takes motion to a whole new definition, am I right? <laughs> And that's she a, didn't miss leg day. Just think about that. She there you go. Miss, she didn't miss Kids leg day. The uh, <laughs> another thing is Voight, the oh, evil yeah. corporation, really goes for the sale of comics. That is a big put. They push comics real mm-hmm. hard in the comic in the book. Oh yeah. Um, See this in the series, they try and make it a play on Marvel. Oh yeah. Now. Like, you know, like we have movies, we've got action figures, we've got yeah. comics, we've got... Right. Yeah. Hey. The dog's name, the bulldog's name is Terror. Uh, <laughs> Terror. Nice. Very nice. Because I'm trying to look up these teams, these different but teams. I got to give, give them credit when they brought the, when they introduced the corporation to, to the Amazon show. Giancarlo as the head of that corporation. Right. I was going to say that. I'm like, in the show, <laughs> one of our previous Magnificent Bastards, Giancarlo Esposito, is the head of Vaught. Yes. Oh, shit. This thing I just pulled up kind of gives a rundown of all the characters. So you got Starlight, member of the Seven, uh-huh. uh, religious superhero team, Which, the Young Americans. That's the other one. Thank okay. you. The Young Americans. I, I absolutely love 
Starlight's story arc through the first season when she gets to see what really goes into being a superhero. Oh, yeah. When it's corporate controlled, it's just nothing but smoke and mirrors. It's yeah. all just horse shit. Yeah. Like, this company knows of crimes that are going to be committed, but they let it happen because it fits their business model. Right. right. They're so, they're profiteering off of misery. Right. Like, they, that's 100% their aim. They're, they're not seeking to stop crime. They're seeking to fester. And they know oh, that yeah. there are other villains also out there like legitimate terrorists that are, they have superpowers which I think they're going to explore more into season two because you know you see yeah. that you have a whole free I think that the prequel is like you have a whole freaking regiment of superpower you know right <clears throat> but um but the fact they like you said their business model is not necessarily stop crime but let it happen and then you and then then you put your brand in there and show that hey superheroes are have yeah. they in the boys because I've seen the first season and I can't remember much about it. I need to rewatch it, especially since season two's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, did they get into the legend? No. Okay, the legend ran a comic store. He was kind of like the, the his, historian of all the soups in the boys, and he's a parody of Stan Lee. Ah, like, nice. if you look at him, oh, yeah. He's very much a parody of Stan Lee. Um, yeah, no, they haven't done that yet. They had one, a character, I can't remember if he was in the seven or not, but Jack from Jupiter, who was basically Captain Marvel and Martian Manhunter put yeah. together. Um, Jess Bradley, I think they did that with uh, Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> Jamie, they didn't really get into the, the hamster, did they? No. They pulled, they save a hamster from one of the soups' ass. And <laughs> Billy wants to kill it because it came out of a soup's ass. Yeah. And, Huey saves it and keeps it as his pet. This is, and he names it Jamie. <laughs> I gotta say, this is this comic. Like anybody, it's so fucked up. anybody who is repulsed by the Amazon show, just thank God you did not read that comic because you would have been horrified. Like almost on every page, seemingly. Oh, yeah. Like it, so, of course, there's another team, Teenage Kicks. That might. Be that's the one, the one that's of. like the Teen Titans. Yeah. Um, and uh, his name is uh, there's a, one character from here named named Blarney Cock. Yeah. Wow! And it's supposed to be the rooster. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know that's Gareth just just winking at you. I was saying, how'd, you, <laughs> how'd they sneak that one past Von HR? Love sausage. Like, I forgot all about love sausage. He comes in later. He is definitely the Red Guardian. Oh god, yeah, he's the Red Guardian. And I think they used this the love sausage. For the current Red Guardian coming, because you remember nice. Stu Feats and he's all fat yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, he's actually a good guy. He actually works with the boys. Huh. Um, good, good friends with the boys. Uh, Lant- oh, Lantlighter isn't dead. Really? Nope. In the comics, anyway. Huh. I think okay. he goes crazy. Oh, definitely went crazy. Oh, my God. I forgot all about that. And yes, if you look, he's pissed his pants. That's Soldier Boy. Oh yeah, they have introduced character Soldier Boy, and look, he's pissed his pants. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that happens when the boys like, like annihilate some people. Yeah, and he kind of pisses, and he wants to be a member of the Seven real bad. Yeah. Vic the Veep. Did they get into Vic the Veep in the show? No. I don't remember. Voight has the vice president. Uh-huh. Uh Vic the Veep is an ex Voight superhero that Voight backs. And he is the vice president. So later on down the road, Voight tries to is like has a plot to assassinate the president, so they'll have the president of the United States. Huh. So like it's definitely like black ops, CIA bullshit, and it's all coming from a corporation. 
Oh yeah, they well, did. They did get into. They used a shapeshifter to to blackmail to blackmail the, a senator yeah. or something like that. Yes, because that is uh, definitely. <laughs> Come on, man! You saw that shapeshifter do what he really looked like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he had no choice. Oh, I <laughs> oh god, yeah. That oh fuck, that big oh oh. I've never been more repulsed at a sex scene in my life. I, know, I like it is. I I'm just like. Oh, God. Thinking about it, I had forgotten about it until you brought it up. Oh, my God, it's awful. I, I can tell you that, that that actor who played him, though, definitely has a lot more respect oh, for, fuck yeah. He's, for people who has to work, who have to wear high heels after having go. to walk out of that room. Oh, there's Stormfront. Yeah. Kind of Shazam looking. Oh, definitely. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, the only thing she doesn't have to, or sorry, he didn't have to say is Shazam, but. Right. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Right. So was, I'm just looking at some of these characters and they're hilarious. Look, they're definitely Beast Boy. Yeah. Europa. Europa. Yeah. Uh, G Force. That's another one of the teams. I remember they compl- in the comics they completely annihilate a team. Like they take the entire team out. Yeah. yeah. But it's not the seven. It's one of the smaller ones. Um, and I think the the one. I think it's Tech Knight. Maybe Tech Knight. I do remember. There's Dakota Bob Clanker. I'm trying to find it. Uh, I just remember because he had, he ends up he takes himself out. Uh, Stool Shadow definitely Raven. Yeah, Raven. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely Raven. Uh, Kid Camo is definitely Robin. Yeah, yeah. and like clearly hates DC. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, he absolutely does. Um, there he is, Tech Knight. Tech Knight's the one that goes and goes and. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking over to Kid. Yeah. Right. He goes and saves the world from an asteroid by fucking it. <laughs> that is it has, and In fact, as he's going towards it, he's you know, going, if it has a hole, I can fuck it. You know that's what the deep did to those freaking um, dolphins. Yeah. Yes. They heavily imply that in the show. Yes, they do. And Yes, they do. By the way, like, oh my, if that ain't just a blatant Nightwing. That is definitely a blatant, blatant Nightwing. Nightwing. Oh, yeah, See, Swing wing, even. There is <sighs> so... It's fun, like, because he's taking all these problematic elements of humanity and collapsing them into people with superpowers who think they can get away with it just because of who they are. And the sad part is, in that world, he's right. They can. Right. Right. Like, everything we're saying here sounds like it's outlandish and things you honestly wouldn't want to, like, if I wrote that story and showed it to people, it'd be like, are you okay? Right, like... (laughs) You would be looked at like one of these like mass murderers who wrote like, uh, and I can't think of any of them right off the top of my head, but who th- saw themselves as like un- misunderstood writers. And when you read their stuff, it's just whiny. But yeah, like if you wrote this and presented it to somebody, if you weren't Garth Ennis writing a comic book, you would probably be put into a, uh, at least on a 72 hour hold, Yeah, <laughs> you know, to see if your, your mental capabilities are okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, all these people are terrible because they're enabled to be terrible. Absolutely. And that's the whole point of the comic is like, this is what happens when you have, you know, people who have extraordinary capabilities left unchecked to be asshats and even backed up in their asshattery by a corporation right. who is profiting off of it. Well, see, I love when the boys in the comic, you know, boys came out because I followed it as it was coming out. Um, it said one of the taglines for it, one of the big, big things for it was some superheroes need to be watched. Mm. Some be, need to be checked. 
and some need to be taken out. Yeah. That's when the boys step in. It's the Batman mentality. Kind of. Although, um, yeah, but... Although the boys definitely kill. Yeah. Right. I mean, they have no qualms about it. Billy Butcher has he, no Well, qualms. Billy Butcher may as well be the Punisher. Yeah, pretty much. Right? Yeah. Uh, he's an Irish Punisher. The one thing that we... That, that I think that the show... Because I never we, I never knew that... So... I really feel like Billy Butcher is Garth Ennis. In the show, also, they mentioned that there was this drug that was out on the streets. Yeah, that V. Came, Compound V. Compound that, V. That was technically the, what, the gland from a superhero... Uh, I don't remember in the comic where they get it from, see, but they pump it in. When, they, Storm, when you see the babies with them pumping into them, they do that in the comic. Is, That's how they make it. If Stormfront was the original soup, though, in that universe, then it would be from Stormfront. Yeah, right? it would in all the be from Stormfront. Yeah. But I don't remember how they make it in the comic. See, I don't. they haven't discussed how they but do see, it in the show yet. They so. also never touch on the fact that the boys use it, too. Mm. The boys use Compound V because how are a bunch of human beings going to go up against super-powered beings? Well, sure. does Butcher they, ever touch the stuff? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. They all do. Yeah. They all take it. Um, and I remember the first time in the comic, the first time we Huey goes to punch somebody, he punches through them. Oh, yeah. And he's freaking out about it. Um, and Billy's just like, dude, grow a set and man up, you know? <laughs> um, you knew what we were going to have to do. You remember what they did to your girlfriend? You know, he's kind of having to, like, bolster him up. And Huey actually, in the comics, leaves because he can't handle it. So, like, he goes home. He yeah. goes back to his hometown and stays with his dad. And they he's trying to, like, he's basically doing a walkabout. Yeah. He's got to figure things out. And he goes back. Yeah. He realizes, I'm being a bitch. And he goes back. Um, he ends up having to thwart something in his hometown. It's something minor. Um, not, not minor. I think somebody gets murdered. But he ends up figuring yeah. it out, and uh, after the end of that, he goes home. So while we're talking about that that character, with Huey, yes, let's talk about translucence. <laughs> 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 Who in their right mind would think the only way to kill somebody that's invisible, but not only vi- invisible, his skin is impenetrable yeah. except from the inside. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, really, honestly, think about it. There was an entire fan theory about yes. Ant-Man. The Thanos theory. The Thanos theory. I mean, yes. come on. It's it's out there. Like, it's one of those things, if you can think of it, it's probably a thing. Although, in the immortal words of Carl Urban, just like, <laughs> we blasted a soup. <laughs> yeah, which one? Translucent. Oh, shit. It's just like, stuck a tube of C4 right up his fudger. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, how would you as a, as a superhero get caught in the first place? You got all the, you have, you basically yeah, have the, the base ability that everybody wants. You're invisible or you can turn invisible and you're impervious to everything known to man. The sex for- parties. The sex parties. The, yeah. I can't iterate it. They toned down the sex stuff. Although Every one of them is a sexual abuser. Yeah. All well, of the soups do. They it. do highlight that with Translucent because one of the first scenes you see him in, he's naked, basically, hiding out in the women's bathroom. Yes, yes. yes. Just like, yeah, you get the sense that this dude, I know what, when he talks to uh, Huey later, he's like, my real superpower is reading people. He's like, I know everything about them, their secrets, everything yeah. like that. And I'm like, yeah, but you're also a fucking creep. Right. right? Like, I mean, it's, it's, that, it's that invisible thing. Yeah. The Invisible Man movie. 
He's definitely watching her in the shower. Right. He, it's because when you're invisible, you can your deepest darkest thing. When you think nobody can see what you're doing, oh, yeah. you're more prone to your dark desires. True. Isn't that part of the? Uh, I mean, that's kind of what goes into the theory behind uh, internet the, trolling, or was it the? Yeah, internet trolling. Penny Arcade there's no that constant, did a, There's no. Uh, Penny Arcade did like I think it was called like the theory of internet fuckwad, which <laughs> yeah, was yeah, anonymity totally. plus a keyboard. Equals trolling, yeah. yeah. Internet. Uh, <laughs> the what was it? Uh, it's the reason why Jonah J. Jonah Jameson hates Spider Man. <laughs> it's right. because he thinks that because Spider nobody knows who Spider Man is, Spider Man is more prone to his darkest desires because Jameson is. Hmm. It's his own fear of if nobody can see me, what am I capable of? Yeah, and the problem in this universe is that, yeah they they're they're doing it. Yes, they, they absolutely. This this took this took the bumper rails at the bowling alley down. Yeah, from superhero land. Um, it's like what if Superman had zero self control? You have Homelander. Yes. Yeah. Like even when they were doing Homelander's backstory in the series, and it's all bullshit. Yeah. Like he even saying like off screen, it's bull. <laughs> this is all bullshit because I've never you know I was raised by Voight. Yeah. You know. I was raised in a room that looked like a jail cell until I was, ah, la, la. you know, all of this is bullshit. Um, it, it's just, it's that corporation. It's definitely like American corporation greed. Yeah. Controlling things. Like I actually just found out that a bunch of businessmen tried to overthrow the government in the United States during the thirties, during the depression, they tried to stage a coup and insert a dictator I mean, it's in not- America. Yeah, it's not the first time, actually, a group of American businessmen also tried to do that to certain countries in Central America around the same time, if I remember correctly. Well, I mean, they kind of won later on down the road when they got the Supreme Court to say that corporations are people. And it was a bunch of American merchants that helped overthrow the monarchy in Hawaii. Oh, That's why we have... Hawaii. Yeah. And I I think they still kind of hate us for it. Oh, they absolutely hate us. They just love taking our money. I understand it completely. You know, like they hate us, we're but gonna, I love them because we're gonna come they're shit. so relaxed. We're gonna come. Have you see my sleep, bro. Yeah, like <laughs> we're gonna come shit on your tradition because we think this is a nice place to vacation. Like that's that's why I want to go there. <laughs> I want to go jump off and swim in that that ocean. I want to jump off the ledges. I want to see the the volcanoes and the black beach and. I mean, I could hold out on the volcanoes, maybe. Like my just because my luck. As soon as I get there, like, boom, right. <laughs> Yeah, be exactly. What. Just showed up near one. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they would just they just look at me and be like, "We used to, you know." Well, it's they, like the shrunken heads. Have you seen the the last shrunken head known to be made, huh. which was a redheaded adventurer? <laughs> he was doing an explore an exploration of South America and went missing. Well, what was it? They found his shrunken head. Well, I can see. Like, if you look historically, like redheads used to be considered powerful to a certain degree then i know if you were redheaded in ancient egypt they killed you immediately well you know they had sense and i'm speaking as a, <laughs> i'm speaking as a redhead so i'm i'm willingly offering myself up on the chopping block here honestly you're not really that redheaded anymore and i know that redheads have, don't go gray they go blonde i have been which it used to be a lot more Red oh, I, I know. Yeah. I remember you from eight years ago. Yeah, I remember how red your hair was. Yeah, so <laughs> it that that's what happened. Um, <laughs> that basically that's what's happening. 
But and it's funny because Riley kind of has your hair too. I know. I've been called a ginger by enough British people walking around Bloomington <laughs> that I just roll with it. Like they can see the freckles and be like, "He ain't got a soul." <laughs> like you're right, guys. I don't. Uh, it just reminds me because like Randy's doing these classes. Uh-huh. They had a call from uh, their teacher had a stop the class for a call from Australia and she put them put the person on speaker and told them they were on speaker and she goes I guess the woman goes let's get this out of the way crikey (laughs) (laughs) I know all you fuckers just want to hear it crikey (laughs) god crocodile hunter ruined that for everybody I guess for everybody in Australia that is like eh. so let's I do have one thing I want to bring up. In the comic book, we Huey resembles a certain British actor. Oh. Uh, you know who it is. It's not hard to remember. I got to look Huey up. They wanted this particular actor to be we Huey for the HBO series. But because that was damn near 10 years ago, yep. he has aged out of that role. And into Huey's dad, right? And he is now Huey's yeah. dad. And that is, of course, Simon Pegg, um, who has, to this day, still, I, there hasn't been one to top it, one of my favorite comedies of all time, Paul. Yes. He oh, wrote yes. Paul, which is a love letter Just to watched. the sci-fi genre. Just yeah. watched that yesterday. I love yeah. Paul. It is one of the greatest. It is It is absolutely a love letter. They go into the honky-tonk bar it's a love letter to everything. Oh, it is. Get away from her, you bitch. And it just the the mountain from Close Encounters. Yeah. Everything. The five the five tones firework. Yes, the five tones firework. It is amazing from start to finish. I love that movie. Simon Pegg, you're a genius. You and Nick Frost, because you wouldn't have done it without Nick Frost. And I love all of their stuff. I do too. The uh the only one I haven't seen was the uh the one where they're doing the bar, bar the world's call. end. World's end. The yeah. funny that thing is, awesome. if you look at, they That's call hilarious. that their Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, those movies are all about not growing up. Yeah, it's uh, what is it? Shaun of the Dead, Hot yeah. Fuzz, like and World's End. It is yeah. a clear regression into yes. just staying. You know, just staying a fucking juvenile. Like it's absolutely. Do you guys realize that Martin Freeman was in yep. Shaun of the Dead? Yeah. And in a lot of their other stuff, Martin yeah. Freeman. He is was one at of the very beginning buddies. of Hot Fuzz. Martin yep. Freeman was one of the group that walks by when they meet yep. their doppelgangers. Yes. Yeah, and then uh, the World's End. He was one of the main characters. Yeah, so, I knew yeah. he was one of the main characters. The World's End, but he's he's been in all of them. Um, those movies are great. They're supposedly doing Hot Fuzz too. I'd love to see that. That would be great. Um, but where the whole town's the villain? That's hilarious. Right. Um, most of the town. So. Um, but yeah, Simon Pegg as Huey's dad, which I got to admit, like, he's not in it much, but he's still, like, he packed a punch. Yeah, he's I, memorable. He's memorable. Especially which, since Wee Huey is supposed to be, I think, Irish. Yeah. Um, and they definitely made, you know, Jack Quaid, who which, is not Irish, and a weird combination of Dennis and Meg. It's the weirdest combination. You can see them both in him. Um, yeah, I know. Like Dennis Quaid's son, uh, and how at all he looks. They thought Simon Pegg, but they had to give Simon Pegg something. They threw yeah. Simon Pegg a bone, and we Huey does go back. I think they just call him Huey. They dropped the weed, um, but they just Huey's gonna go back 
to his dad's at some point, you know, especially if I know they've deviated from the, the main story. Yeah. And they a lot of times, like, especially with the super sex, and the super violence, they kind of have to because, I mean, shit. Yeah, it, <sighs> I, I think it honestly, if they would have done it true to form, it would have been too much for a lot of people. I mean, I think the last time anybody tried to do that on film or screen of any kind was Caligula. And it had to come out with two versions, an R-rated version and an X-rated version. Yeah, So that, yep. Um, Helen Mirren was in that movie. Yes, yeah. in all of her naked glory. Excalibur, too. Yep. Uh, I thought you were going Alexander. Another soft porn for you. Alexander, yeah, that was, uh, that was just a homoerotic, a soft porn. It really was, I mean... <laughs> If anybody had a, if any gay guy had a Jones for Colin Farrell, there you go. You know that was the movie to watch him in, or Jared Leto for that matter. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, I think Leto's. Yeah. I think Leto. I don't think he's come out, but a lot of people say he's just gay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He might just be pan. Could be. You know, but I know that he's he had ties with Alexis Arquette, like him uh, and Alexis Arquette dated. Huh. Um which Man. she was tall. Like she was tall, and I think Leto's like my height. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm 5'8. Uh, so. Uh, I mean, I, I don't give a shit. Nope. No, me either. Are you In happy? Honesty, Does it hurt anybody? He's, you know? He's a good actor. I mean, that's in terms of what actor. we're looking at, that's all I'm really focusing on. His, I read know. an article the other day and that softened me to his joker. However, I... Oh, really? Yeah. Because um, I was getting ready to say, I'm like, the only thing I have against him was his joker. I actually read an I article that softened me to his I joker. I think and it was more actually, the actual production design, though. They actually kind of showed where his joker was actually very true. It was just the aesthetic look that pissed people off. That's that's my problem with it. Was And I don't think that was his choice. Whereas Lit Ledger... He designed his own Joker makeup. I think the studio did Jared's. I think so, yeah. So, because but, like the way he acted and his possessiveness and stuff like that it was very true to the comic. It was. His tattoo mm. of damaged across his forehead pissed me off from the get-go, truthfully. <laughs> yeah. Like, but there was like a kind of that was kind of like a pointed insult to Batman. I guess. Um, that I was mean, supposed to be like he's supposed to suffer a head injury from Batman, mm-hmm. huh. and he he tattooed damaged because his head got damaged huh. on his head as a pointed insult to Batman. I did not so realize every time that Batman yeah. saw it. It's, see, and part of it was probably like if they would have just left that footage in all the footage that they cut, right? The hour and a half of Joker footage. Maybe it would have been okay because Joker was actually supposed to be with like Enchantress. A, yeah. It was supposed to be a one-two punch, Enchantress and Joker. Nice. I could see that. Yeah. That would be yes. awesome. Yeah. Um, Fincher, I don't think we're going to get a Snyder cut. I say hashtag Fincher cut. Let's do it. Right. Uh, uh. But uh, like I said, they have dialed down. Because, I mean, in the comic, the sex, the sexual abuse and the violence was dialed up to an 11. And I think in the show, it's down to a 9. It's a, it's a eight. It's a seven or eight. It's not as graphic. It's not as graphic. I mean, they, they mention and you, you can follow along. But yeah. I mean, it's Amazon. I do remember that they take out, and the boys take out some of the seven. Oh, they definitely do. Because I remember there's a... Well... There's a, there's a retaliation to it. 
they take somebody out. I think it was an accident. Mm. They didn't mean to. It just happened. Yeah. But Billy took the win for a win. And (laughs) I think the seven retaliated. Mm. And actually, Voight and the CIA had to step in and stop them. Oh. They were like, stop. They alluded to that in the first season. Well, yeah, because it was uh, the CIA when they were working for him, uh, Lamplighter, Mm -hmm. because Frenchie botched his guard duty or something like that. Lamplighter got through and torched that CIA agent's kids. Yeah, that's right. Or, sorry, her daughter and granddaughter. I take Mm -hmm. that back. Like, burnt them to a crisp. Yeah. So, you know, it definitely, they they imply the darkness. You don't get to see that. Yeah, you don't see it near as much. Um, Have we seen Black Noir? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, because he fights the female in one episode. That's right. That's right. Um, and it's funny when Homelander's going around ripping the seven a new ass for not doing their job. He all of a sudden points at Black Noir and he just goes, "Noir, keep it up. You're just you're you're doing great. Right. You know, it's just like you're great. Well, right. we like you." Um, that whole. Have you read the comics? I read some of the comics. Some of them. Do you know the 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 culmination? What happened? Yeah. Yeah. We discussed that. A little bit, like, yeah. sort of, kind of trying to keep it from Cody a little bit. Oh, I know, I know what that is. Okay, you know about yeah. Black Noir and the Highlander. Oh, I, I do. I love that too. Um, I can't wait to see if they do that in the series. They and it was a it was a shock to me in the comics. I was yeah, like, oh if, my god, really? If we're gonna, but they laid the ground. They put the hints in there. Yeah, like when Homelander was dating but Maeve. If we're gonna, and they switched places because he said he looked just like me. Yeah, if we're gonna like, yeah, she let's never just know. let's just go ahead and label some spoilers on this. If anybody wants to just let the Amazon series ride out and see where it goes, yeah, because I mean they've already deviated. Yeah, so we'll we'll see, but uh, I guess spoiler alert for anybody who wants to switch off for a little bit now. But yeah, uh, Black Noir is a clone of Homelander. Yes, and Black Noir is psychotic. And Black Noir was specifically designed to kill Homelander. Yes. And the reason why he's psychotic is because he can't fulfill his purpose. Yes. Um, So he goes off basically as Homelander and commits these awful, heinous acts. I guarantee they're not going to do that shit in the show. They're not going to – sorry. They're not going to show you. He'll still do it, but they're not going to show you. They've already changed that on the show because in the show, Black Noir is a black black dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you never see his face though. So they could easily just cast anybody in that role until the big reveal. As long as they're about That's the true. same height and mm-hmm. about That's the true. same build. I mean, it's kind of like Ray Park. Like, yeah, poor like if Snake we Eyes, talked about him. If Snake Eyes ever takes off his mask in a future GI Joe movie, which he won't, right. or ever speaks, it's not going to be Ray Park. <laughs> no, like, it's, like I mean, Ray yeah. Park was Maul, Darth Maul, and then both times he's been Darth Maul was not his voice. I can't remember who the first guy was. Peter Serafinowicz. Sam Witwer was the second one yep. in Solo. Speaking of, they're doing a Solo sequel for Disney+. Plus. Huh. Okay. I'm about it. I I'll, like Solo. I'll watch it. I like I liked the fuck out of that movie. I, um, <laughs> the only thing I hated was that the team gets killed their first go out. Like, yeah. basically. It, it kind of bugged me. Kind of needed to happen, though. Solo was kind of... <laughs> but they killed Favreau's character. <laughs> yeah. He was awesome. I did like him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> uh... So yeah, Black Noir is actually the big bad, and it's not revealed that he's the big bad until the tenth volume of the comics. Yeah, you don't know. Billy's starting to figure it out as it's going. He's starting because huh. he he mentions things to Homelander when they snipe at each other. 
Yeah. They'll pass each other and they'll snipe. Yeah. And, and he'll mention things and Homelander has no idea right. what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. And he's starting to go, well, that bastard knows what he did. He knows what he did. And you can actually see it in Homelander's face in the comics. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. Um, it was Black Noir that did all the horrible stuff that raped his wife, basically. Yeah. <clears throat> and, yeah, everything else that came after that, too. Ugh. Okay. I don't think yeah. I don't think like I said, I never got to finish up how it ended. I'm Wait. saying, I think they're going to stay true to form the way they have it on the show. I don't think they're going to... So, did you... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, did you make it through the Homelander-Black Noir fight? I don't... If that happened in Volume 11, no. Okay. Because by the end of 10, Billy realizes that he's been going after the wrong soup. The entire time. Yeah, because okay, yeah, that that culmination's a hell of an ending. Yeah, I need to I need to get volume eleven. And that's not even the end of the series, by that matter either. No, like it's where it goes after that's even crazier. Batch, yeah. I mean, but, it can only get crazier. That it it starts off at a ten and ends at like a fifteen. <laughs> like as the series goes, it gets worse and worse. Like oh yeah, it keeps building on itself to just this pile of shit. That's just like oh my god, take all of the soups out, take them all out. So from what I've gathered from watching the TV series, I think um, versus the comic book, they're gonna stick. To, I mean, the comic book you can do that because people, it takes time to get that. But mm-hmm. in the show, you're trying to get it all at one yeah. time. So I think from the way the show is running now. You actually got, so they do have this, there are spaces in, in, in Homelander's memory on certain things. You see that in the show. Yeah. But then they'll flash back in, like, the whole the whole raping the wife thing. Yeah. In the show, that was Homelander. I mean, because they do a flashback, and that's Homelander. But then again, you never know, because that's from a diff- that's from the perspective of someone, but I don't, I'm not sure whether it's Billy's. Or the fact that she just walks well, off the camera and is never seen again, that, well, that you bothers see, me. You see her going, I know what happened to her. You yeah. see her on a security footage going into an office with mm-hmm. Homelander. Thing is, though, it's still, like, even when Homelander admits to it later in the, in the first season, mm-hmm. he could just be saying that just to mess with Butcher. Yeah. He could. And that's the whole thing. It's just, like, because they, they kind of allude to it because whenever they're talking about Becca, Butcher, at one point... Uh, Homelander at first, he's just like, who the hell's that? Like, mm-hmm. he has that thought in his head where it's just like, I don't... Right, like I said, he, they showed that there's spaces in his memory. But... Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's not spaces in his memory. There's no memory because he didn't do it. Right. Um, yeah, so I mean, they, they could easily play that angle if they want to. They've given it enough where if they decide to go either way, they have it right there. Right. Um, you know, and Homelander is more of an outright douchebag a butcher yes. oh, instead yeah. of just passing snipes like it is in the comics for a little while it's flat out like douchery i'm better than you oh yeah you don't scare me laser eyes gonna cut you in half well like, i mean like homelander <laughs> definitely especially like in the comics even <clears throat> homelander has this mightier holier than thou attitude mm. um he's even you know he's part of the uh the young Americans and stuff like he goes and he's very affiliated with this stuff. So he does have this kind of like God complex. Um, <sighs> but like, like I said, it was, they dropped hints as the comic went on that this wasn't Homelander. And one of the biggest slap in the face was when he switched places with black noir 
to have sex with Queen Maeve. Yeah. While him and Maeve were supposedly dating. Um, and it was the whole conversation is we're the same size, we're the same length. She'll never know. It'll be dark. <laughs> and because it was a joke to yeah. him, it was just him playing a gag because they're all sexual deviants. Yeah, um, they're all horrifyingly evil. Yeah. Um, Maeve, well, I mean, Maeve kind of has a turn. She has a little bit of a redemption arc. Yeah, that doesn't work out so well. Not though. really. Nope. Um, the Seven don't fare very well. No. At all. Um, <laughs> and if the Deep is not water adjacent, he's worthless. Pretty yeah. much. Um, um, they did. They did change the deep because the deep had one of those old diving helmets. Yeah, one of them old, you know, <laughs> kind of like you throw it in space. It's a spacesuit. Yeah, uh, he had one of those in the comic, and uh, I remember because when he had to talk, he had to open the little window. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember them. So the fact that they just took that away and made him blatantly Aquaman. Yeah, um, especially since our Aquaman now is Samoan. Uh-huh. I gotta say, one of the single funniest parts of that Amazon series was when he is trying to help the dolphin escape, yeah. and he crashes the van, and just that slow mo of the, the dolphin, dolphin going, going out the yes, drive the, uh, the going windshield. through the windshield, just with that look on his face of like no, like he, yeah, like he was watching his it is heavily implied like girlfriend die right in front of him yeah. essentially like he is it is heavily implied that's his girlfriend yes uh and like i said i don't think we'll see anything with the tech night no um if that's even who it was because like for some reason i'm thinking like see it was mesmer in the comics at all i don't remember because Haley joel osmond's introduction as mesmer was to me hilarious especially oh, yeah. for the fact that butcher kills him right. yeah and I it's mean, Haley Joe Osmond. Right. And the Every first time I see him, I'm just like, you see dead people now, bitch. <laughs> that was my first thought was just if they if oh, Butcher God. just would have looked down and been like, oh, I see dead people. You know, I'd right. been like, they have been a joke. Too much of a wink there. But right there. That was my first thought, though. If you need your action movie tagline every time you murder somebody, it's right there. Right. It is. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, can it Thanos in Deadpool 2? Uh, it, it had to like. It doesn't have to be there, but we all know it's there. Right. Uh, the, the Thanos joke had to be there, with especially Josh Brolin being Cable. Right. Which I don't know how they're going to... Well, I mean, Thanos and Cable, two different people. Yeah. It's, I always thought it was funny, because, you know, the, they, Kevin Feige was like, I don't care, we can share. <laughs> right, yeah. And then they bought Fox, and just like, all right, share now. Right, no shit. Right? Like I just you, want to see how they're gonna how they're gonna reconcile Quicksilver. You gonna retcon some Brad Pitt into that cable role now? Is that what's gonna happen? You gonna wait for a schedule to free up this time? Vanisher. Oh god, single greatest cameo. That would be hilarious if they decided to redo that. Oh yeah, like just have Josh Brolin as Vanisher and like just a repeat of that. Right, scene exactly the exact yeah. same scene, but with Brolin instead of instead of Pitt. Uh, and then Bill Skarsgård. You know, you yeah. got Pennywise there. Yeah. Uh, if they bring him back for any reason whatsoever, they'd have to make a Pennywise joke. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, I wonder how Deadpool would fare in the world of the boys. Um, He wouldn't. I don't think, like... <laughs> well, I mean, he would, he would he be They... I don't think anybody would dick with him, though. He's too unpredictable. Like, Vought wouldn't keep him on payroll, I can no tell shit. you that. They'd be like, this guy's a walking HR nightmare. 
You know, <laughs> you really like would be. our PR department is going to be working overtime. We're going to have to hire like 15 more people just to cover his bullshit. Right. Like, you know, he's. No, they. He looked like an avocado had sex with an ugly, angry avocado. <laughs> that was like Except, the only catharsis thing. Yeah, had. just like, but it wasn't just regular sex, it was hate fucking. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was like, there was problems in the relationship, Gosh. and this is the only kind of catharsis they could have outside they of violence. <laughs> They would just do the same thing. Deadpool is in that, in that universe. They'll do the same thing that Weapon X did to him before they remake Deadpool. Like, <laughs> using Wolverine's origins. Uh, oh, yeah. God yeah. damn, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. He killed Everybody him. hated that. Um, <laughs> you look like Freddy Cougar face fucked a topical or ethical map of Utah. <laughs> Some of the outtakes, just like, you look like a house fire got caught in another house fire. Like, I, <laughs> I love TJ Miller. He's so funny. He almost got hit hooked with that Me Too shit. Yeah, I still don't know what happened Nothing. with the I rest think, of that. I think it got dropped. If anything, he's just imploding his own career from calling in fake bomb threats on Amtrak lines. So. Oh, shit. Uh, there, there's part of me that's just kind of like, he's funny, but fuck that guy. He's like, kind of you know? like, di- like an evil <laughs> Seth Rogen. Evil yeah, Seth actually, Rogen. he's kind of an evil Seth Rogen. He really is. It's like if Seth Rogen was dialed to eleven and evil. Yeah, that would be. But Seth Rogen smokes way too much pot for to be evil. So yeah, he's too chill. Or for that matter, to be hyperactive, I guess. Which <laughs> she's very nice. Seth Rogen is a pretty cool dude. Have you um, met him? I was going to say the movie that he did with. Um, We're going to have to Jeff do an Lewis. episode of yes. just the the misadventures of Ray, RBG. Ray BG's true Hollywood stories. Yes, we're going to have to do that because he's got some stories. We're going to have the whole oh, wait. music from the show. Not Bette Miller, but Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. The Guilt Sorry, Trip. Yes, the Guilt Trip. Yeah. It was originally named The Curse in pre-production. Oh, The Guilt. Okay, that one, yeah. I haven't seen that one. You were an extra there? I was. Nice. Very nice. I actually had to see him at the airport scene. There's an airport scene. When he told me you were in an episode of Weeds, I about fell yeah. over. Oh, yeah. I love that show. But, um, Eric, I mean, no, he's, he's a pretty chill too. guy. He, one thing he doesn't do, and I, I don't mean to add this to the podcast, so if you guys do happen to hear it there on Hollywood Land, I'm, I'm not. He won't um, hang out with um, extras or the, because oh, extras. People, there are some crazy people out there. And yeah. So, like, yeah, so you won't ever see him in a mixing with a lot of people. But if you so happen to just catch him, then he, he'll look he's. He's cool nice. chill. I just watched that video of him that. knocking down the cop and la- running off laughing so many times. It's the greatest <laughs> six seconds ever. Because <laughs> it's just that he pulls the cop down backwards, and then he takes off running. The cop's running after him, and he just laughs as he runs by the camera. <laughs> I love that laugh. I love his stupid laugh. <laughs> I, he is Paul. I taught Riley how to do that laugh. Gotta hear it now. Purposefully, <laughs> at one point, just because I knew his mom hated it, and I thought it was funny. She hates Seth Rogen. She hates his laugh. Oh, I'm just gonna have that. I think it's impossible time. to hate Seth Rogen, but it's, it, <laughs> but his laugh you can easily. Paul hate. came out when when her and I were together, mm. and I know I've put her through Paul. I don't know how many times. Yeah. <laughs> it was like I love that movie. But I got Riley to do it because I. It was when he was in his mimicry phase, yeah, so I mimicking. would just be like. <laughs> you know, just do that, and all of a sudden you yeah, just hear this two-year-old. Ha, 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 like, <laughs> yes, that's awesome. Seth Rogen. Wait, wait, we swing it back into the boys. Hmm. Um, let's see. What? Where did season one end? Um, what were they? At the beach house in Florida, and there's a big explosion. And they're in the boat, right? They're on the. Uh, the wait, wait, they're. 
I might be screwing a couple things that like mixing up a couple things. No, season season one ends with the reveal that Becca Butcher's alive. That's right. Oh yeah, sorry. The explosion at um, Elizabeth Shue's house. Yeah. Yes, I remember her getting taken out. Okay. Yeah. And then then, we get one of your favorites. He's coming in for season two. (laughs) Yep. He's in everything. Yeah, Giancarlo, man. Uh, and he is just touching everything nerddom. Which the first the Mandalorian. He he said recently in an interview that he wants to be in a Marvel movie, and uh, I'm just yeah, like, I mean, why not? Well get him. I mean, he's I'm, in MCU world universe. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sitting there thinking like the dudes, <laughs> the, the dudes in the Disney universe, like exactly. hand him one. I'm like, get, carve out a spot. He'll nail it. Who gives a no shit? shit. What it like, is. he's great. So I said MCU universe. I mean, it's right. Disney. Disney owned it, so you might as well say he's in the MCU. He's in right. You know, I'm yeah, like, he's in the Disney arena at least. Exactly. It was one of those like whenever he said that, I'm like, I don't give a shit who he is. Let him play Iron Man. Shit, I don't. <laughs> fuck, like old he'll man be Rhodey. <laughs> right? Not even that. Shit, like, he could have been an old. He could be an old man, Rhodey. <laughs> The I'm trying to think of like who he could well, shit. I actually, you know what? Screw it. They do Kang the Conqueror. If that's the next big bet, it's him. Oh, Screw yeah, it. that'd be great. I'm just sitting there trying to think about that, and that's this is for another day. But I don't even know where the MCU would go as far as villains go because Galactus. Uh, do you really think yeah, another? It all, everything goes back to Galactus. There's the been universe. there's been a rumor. For a little while now. Actually, I think you could do a pretty decent Avengers movie if they get hey, the Disney, back. Hey, Disney, now that you own Fox and you can override Fox, get rid of all evil clouds. Do not. Oh, God. Yeah, that cloud collapses was horrible. I think we were doing Sorry. an episode you and realized there not. was another evil cloud let's, in another movie. And let's not, even, shit, shit let's movie. not even call that bullshit a cloud. Like, it was a galactic... Nebulous fart because that's all it was like. It was with, purple though. It was a purple fart with the added kicker of tornado fingers. Yes, like yes, I swear it was awful. that oh I don't God, know what awful. the hell that was supposed to be, but it was either that or straws, cosmic straws, where he sucks the right. life out of. The, I don't, you know, what? I don't give a shit. Actually, that movie. Not only did they waste Doug Jones and Silver Surfer. Yes, they did by giving him Sleepy Time Lawrence Fishburne voice. As much as I love. Lawrence Fishburne, <laughs> that might be one of his worst performances. Right, it really And was. it's not his fault because that'd be, that would be the people in the sound booth, the director, yes, like it whoever really it was. Them. That's not his fault. I can't blame Lawrence Fishburne for anything because I've seen way too many of his movies and loved all of them except right. for that one. And you waste Captain Holt. Andre Brower's in that movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he gets, I mean... Once again, you make Doctor Doom the villain who is clearly not concerned at all that the world's getting destroyed. No, just like, not at all. I've got my cool surfboard, and I'm just going to fuck with you guys till the planet exactly. ends. Uh, I do like his Doctor Doom, though. But what I was thinking, though, uh, Avengers movie, get the Dark Phoenix in on if you have the X-Men introduced by that time. X-Men versus Aven- Avengers versus X-Men? Hell, why not? Or just even the Avengers and X-Men versus Dark Phoenix at that point. I don't know, because I would love to see an Avengers versus X-Men because it would actually out Scott Summers as a worthless piece of shit he is. Yeah. Although, I would see, if you would have Scott Summers facing off against the Avengers, I'd like to see... But he would be the Phoenix Force, Summers. I I would love to see him face off against Captain America because, tactically speaking, they're both on the same level. 
Yeah, they so, really are. So since we're going to this dumpster fire, guys. <laughs> uh, I created this dumpster fire, gentlemen. You're talking about Scott Summers. They're trying to retcon Scott Summers as being one of the um, descendants of Egyptians. What? One of Apocalypse's people? Yes. I'm about it. He's an evil dick. Fucking. That's, that's, that's sort of ticking me off. I hated I I've hated Cyclops since I was I'm six with you years on this old one because I'm like, how do you go from Egyptian to, you know? I would even yeah. sit. I would kind of more agree with the cosmic aspect we, with Corsair. Are and, we saying that more like the British occupation kind of stuff is really where his lineage comes from? You because you that. better. That sound like to me. But that would be only, like if he's one of the descendants can, of Apocalypse, then wouldn't that make him part Egyptian? I mean, I know you. Yeah, no. With it generations would. and generations and generations that go by. I guess that would explain Apocalypse's obsession with the I mean, Summer's if, bloodline. If you if you believe mm-hmm. the Bible, which I'm going to go out and say on my personal belief, um, it's a bunch of horseshit. Uh, we're all descendant from two people, all of us. Yeah. Every last one of us, two people, two people made all of us. Kissing cousins for everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I mean, it have to be incest because according to the Bible, it was one of Adam's ribs that was used to make Eve. So I mean, he was technically fucking himself. Which you can't trust a guy who doesn't like barbecue. Nobody shares ribs. Yeah, no shit. Fuck that ribs are delicious. Right. I'm hungry. <laughs> and that's the worst joke of the podcast, everybody. So that's welcome. an official fan made te- concept teaser. I was gonna throw that up on the website, the Black Adam concept teaser. But it was a concept teaser, not an actual teaser. Um, I do. Did you know? And we are off topic, but oh, yeah. Zachary Levi almost quit acting before he got the role of Shazam. Why? He just he was downtrodden. He hadn't been getting any roles, and right before he got the call for Shazam, he was actually looking into doing other, like going into like a different career. Damn. So, but he got the call for Shazam, and he was he, the perfect Shazam. Oh, he was. He's so great, Chuck. He's Chuck. You know what? Did anybody watch Chuck? Did you guys watch Chuck when it was on? I did a little bit. I loved Chuck. I did not. He was Shazam. The adult. He was the adult. He was Shazam. He was also Flynn Rider. Which actually, Eugene Fitzgerald. I'd even like to see him. And he was also in the MCU, come to think of it. Okay, uh, do you know that (laughs) we're going to have to, we're way off top and we're going to have to round it back. But originally he was supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, but he had scheduling conflicts, so they got the guy from Once, Once Upon, Upon a Time. Yep. And then he had scheduling conflicts, so they got Zachary Levi to do it. Which, I gotta say, like, I was just thinking, if you could find a part in the boys, Zachary Levi would fit in there. Yeah. I mean, I there's plenty of other soups. He could be one of those, you know. Oh, yeah. Meet a gruesome end by a, you know. At Who the would of- need to be Vic the Veep? Because Vic the Veep's kind of, no, he's kind of, I, I hate to say this, doy-doy. Oh. The reason Voight let him go and he went out of superhero is he was in a fight and he got like oh, kind of okay. punchy. Like you get punch drunk. Yeah. Uh, a lot of concussions, you know, like football players and okay, boxers so, and stuff. Yeah. So he's kind of, oh, perfect. I know exactly who to get, it, get to do it. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Actually... Yeah. His Rocky yep. is perfect Vic the Beep. That's true, actually. His Rocky, if he would go, if you get Stallone to go out and do Rocky, but as Vic the Veep, it would work perfectly. Huh. Okay. Actually, I can see that. 
Right? Like, it's it just does. It works perfectly. So, I'm trying to think here because the, the Homelander Black <laughs> Noir fight, I know you said you haven't seen it. I have not seen it yet. And it is glorious, I gotta say, for the... I, I haven't read the comics, but I've seen those panels. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, I've, uh, I've got volumes... Because I started, I started to try to pick it back up. And where I was finding them at was at uh, Half Price Books. So I know I've got volume like one, two, and three. And I think I have like six and nine. But, but I don't have everything else and then the one that I actually need. It's more so where the fight takes place that's a lot more interesting to me. Than the fight itself? Yeah, just because of the fact of what leads into it is even more batshit than the reveal of <laughs> Black Noir being a clone of Homelander. Like... See, but Homelander knows that. Hmm. Like, he knows Black Noir is a clone of him. Yeah. Which makes it weirder that he like he didn't think that, hey, maybe Black Noir is doing this wicked shit. Yeah. Like, he's so self-absorbed, he, he didn't think anything of this, you know? Because, the, the, I mean, the fight is, uh, I can't, yeah, I won't divulge. Yeah, I, I, I want to yeah, read you it. Gotta I'm going to have it. to read it. You, you um, have to. I gotta figure out where volume ten ends, and because then I'll probably have to do the thing that I do that people would be mad at. Because I'm and read it. I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm just wondering if the show's gonna take that because they seem to be building toward that arc. Honestly. I mean, that's kind of where it goes. That's the that's the you know that's the destination. They're gonna take a different way to get there, and in all honesty, that's fine like, so long as they make it there. I mean, in all honesty, I'm just waiting to see the boys confront the deep in this season because that's just going to be hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Right, like, because, uh, like, just that shot in that trailer that they released, the last trailer they released of the deep standing triumphantly atop that whale, just, like, goading them into what they think is going on. I don't know. I liked it better when he was basically the leader of the Brotherhood. There you go. Oh, God. My eyes rolled so hard they about fucking <laughs> fell out right. with that. I'm sorry. I, Cyclops being a descendant of the pharaohs of Egypt. Cyclops is definitely a douchebag. I mean, give yeah. me a fucking break. Right. Is Corsair really... I can like, almost see it with Corsair. Like, if you look at Corsair and his, his design... See, I hate they're explain They're explaining his powers. Why he's so technically powerful. He's not an Omega, is he? No. Did they make him Omega? No. I think they have. Because I know when he had the Phoenix Force, he was. He shouldn't be. No. I thought he was. Just because he can pull his power from an alternate universe to use it. I mean, whatever. Which... The great kind of power. Right, which is better than being a glorified solar panel, but... You should just be a glorified solar panel. One thing they never did get into the X-Men stuff was how, like, they're immune to, like, siblings' powers. Which they changed again. They done that. In the day? Well, I remember like in the X-Men, the animated series when Havoc yeah. and... that What drove me nuts about that whole X-Force X-Men fight was that Havoc and Cyclops were fighting each other like they didn't know who each other were. Yeah. Like that drove me bonkers. But... Uh, yeah, right. Because like, we keep getting off topic. They, yeah, I'll stop giving Ray BG is the one who's getting us off topic here. <laughs> so he I, guess, his eyes. I guess the I guess the deep is probably going to get killed off this season, though. If I had to guess, I hope so. Uh, I mean, essentially, it's, they all do. I mean, he's I, the weakest link. So I yeah. kind of see it happening. I always that's, thought A Train was. That's another no. way to to send a good message too. If like the A-Train. seven aren't invincible, 
watch this. Right. Trains only issue, at least in the in the TV show, are, are drugs. Other than that, A Train is is okay. I mean, he he knows how to play with the company. He knows how to play the company line. He's yeah, company talk man. the company line. He's a company man. Yeah, the deep is just too emotional. He has so many directions. Right, he wants to be an eco. Well, so so you're saying then he's pretty deep character. Like <laughs> 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 it. Yeah. Everyone else, you can't punch me from here. Hardy har. That's the great thing about the radio. Uh, which I guess this is technically what this is. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, we can't get hit by the fans <laughs> until they look us up on Facebook and find Track us, us punch us, us in the face. So, hey, this is just for you. I know you're, you're talking now, but like you said, yes. That's what I thought. Yeah. I figured that's where they, that was immediately where my mind went. <laughs> Descendant of Apocalypse. <clears throat> right? <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, that, yeah, that, sorry. We'll have to get into some of the philosophy of X-Men on another episode where basically Scott Summers has a type, and that type is psychic, which is stupid because they're psychic. <laughs> like, because he likes to cheat on them with exactly. other psychics. And it's like, how do you keep that from the woman you're psychically linked with constantly? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Anyway. I have totally freaked with the brains, guys. Anyways. <laughs> well, I had a, a conversation with Genesis over this kind of and how he was cheating on. He's been with Jean Grey the whole time she's alive and cheats on Jean Grey with every psychic woman he meets. I mean, can we tie this in, though? Because this clearly shows these heroes are dickbags that right? we've been reading about, some of us, for 50 plus years. You know, right, like they have. Like Cyclops has never not been a douchebag. Yeah, that is so true. Okay. And like you know, as we mentioned before the podcast started, Tony Stark, a heavy alcoholic, and at one point a wife beater, Hank yep. Pym, Hank wife Pym, beater, that well documented wife beater. Oh yeah, not like verbally abusive, like all hell too, yeah, emotionally like, crushing. Janet um, had to leave. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, Reed Richards. Oh, absolute douchebag, biggest dickhead in the Marvel universe, possibly. Uh, I I think him and Cyclops are tied, especially when it comes to the spousal stuff. Which one? Spousal Reed stuff. Richards. Yes. Yeah, no, Reed Richards is a super douche, but yes. yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. So he's, he's a douche lord. Everyone else he bows treats to he his. treats Sue Storm so shitty. She runs to the arms of another man, and he gets mad and has to go beat the other man up every Wait. time. Yeah, every time. So that is every storyline from the from the time they were created until like the eighties. So. Yeah. There's one that he can't beat on his Doctor Doom, but that's a different story. And, Namor. Yeah, and it's, Namor. it's funny because... Like I said, I tying that in, we've been reading about these characters that we <laughs> idolized for years. And they're all only, parodies of... like yeah. In the boys, they're parodied in the boys. Only like, to realize just how awful they are. Yeah, right? Like, you really look back at your superheroes <laughs> from the time you were growing up, and you're like, that dude is a D-bag. Yeah, like as much as I love Batman, he's got a lot of questionable shit under his belt. Oh, like, yeah, he uses, he collects children. He, he does, like, and he is also very fond of just beating the hell out of the mentally ill. Right? Like, like yeah. now, granted, they're yeah. homicidal, so, but at which actually that's even problematic in and of itself because mentally ill people are more likely to be the recipients of violence instead right. of perpetrators. Instead so. of perpetrators. Again, uh, let's look but I mean, at, you, you get know. Richard Chase, who yeah. was the, the the vampire Sacramento. He was mentally ill, and he ate people. Yeah. So like, he killed babies. 
So, I mean, it, it goes both ways. I mean, Ted Bundy, definitely something wrong there. And yeah. he killed and necrophized. I mean, that's what I'm going to use, necrophized. Um, especially because there's little ears. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, he necrophized, beheaded. He did all kinds of the Green River Killer. He is definitely what you would call uh, simple. Yeah, I mean, and he killed. He has the looking, record in the United States. Yeah, no, looking at all of these, like just calling out. I I really appreciate the boys for calling out how terrible superheroes really are for the planet. Well, let, let's let's call it as it is. It would be it's this is Garth Ennis's story. This is yeah. Garth Ennis's narrative. Oh right? yeah, like I remember even uh, in the the Marvel Netflix shows, they talked about the insurance. Just because superheroes oh, have fights mean. and all the damage and destruction they do. And it leads back to kind of like Vash the Stampede from Trigun. Well, they had to char- characterize him as an act of nature see, that isn't covered by the insurance. I was, well, right. insurance in the Marvel Universe has got to be easy. Just pin all the damage on Thor because then it's an act of God. <laughs> it's the easiest shit on earth. Like that's it. The entire battle of New York and the Avengers. Back to God. Like fuck off, guys. Like he hit your he hit your Volvo with a hammer. Good luck. Right. Like you know. Sorry about you. Um, I did like how they kind of came back in at that definite with uh, damage control and Adrian Toomes. Yep. And how he they kind of made Adrian Toomes. He was just the construction guy. Yeah. You know, he was going to haul off and demo all this stuff. And Tony came in with damage control and fucked him over. Um, I mean, it's very, Which, I think that's why I loved his character so much is because he was just, he got screwed over by the superheroes. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, that's again, the calling card of the boys is like the boys are fighting for the regular people. Yeah. Who are getting screwed over by these soups, but a lot of them don't even realize it. Right. Like, it's all because of the corporation. Right. Yeah. So you have that corporate fuckery that's abound. Honestly, everybody's fantasized about if superheroes were real. But has anybody actually really given it thought to how fucked our world would be if they were? Oh, I I have. Well, yeah. I mean, I would love to have superpowers, don't get me wrong, but I would rather use the superpowers in a more practical way than punching the shit out of people in a dark alleyway. And then that brings into the argument, power corrupts. And absolute power corrupts absolutely. Shout out to you, Lord Acton. Right. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's one hundred percent true, though. Like, yeah, you give them that kind, especially the narcissism that comes with the fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. For you to truly embrace it is a level of narcissism that is the only way you <laughs> could do it. Be, be a superhero is you would have to be a Batman esque in the shadows. No spotlight whatsoever. Yeah. A rumor. The only way, and because you would stay out of the fame. Yep. And if you were truly 100% pure with your intentions, that's how you would have to do it. You would have to do it secretively. If there was Superman, I would want the ability to fly and super strength and go invisible. Because then I can just right. go invisible. That's the and then fly and then have super strength. And then... And then people just, and then if there's super villains, people just see the super villain being like, yeah! And they're like, what the heck is doing that? Is the super villain not able to fly or something? And then knock them through the world. I would, I would either want to fly or teleport just because, kind of like a, 
Goku and Piccolo learning to drive. Yeah. They can fly and teleport. Why do they need to drive? Because filler. Right, exactly. right. <laughs> so Because it's, plot. <laughs> it's, it's funny you guys mentioned about the corporations and dealing with, you know, superheroes. Like, you're right, it would corrupt. And in the show, they sort of allude to that because if, if you guys remember in season one, when um, Starlight decided she really wanted to try to be a superhero, like, mm, help people. Yeah. And she went in the alley to pretend like she was this defenseless girl. And that was unsanctioned by the corporation. So the fact that she got some bruises on her. Yeah. And and it came back. And then they were like, what were you doing? And she's like, I was saving people. And she, they were like, no, you only say what we want you to say. Yeah. Yeah. And she's right. kind of bucking against exactly. that. Exactly. And they, and they literally threatened to take away all her promos, all her. Right. Like. Yeah. Not only we're that. Gonna, we're not going to back you, you know, money, right. monetarily. We're going to, you know. And they sex up her costume, too. They yeah. Then yeah, she, like, she dumbs it down, though. Yeah. I remember that. I remember she comes out in, like, her old costume. Yeah. Which is very PG. You know, uh, I say some of that shit, though, like, what happens when you engage the narcissism of the superheroes with corporate lawyers and infinite pockets? Right. Like, they that's the worst part. Is like... We Vought, already kind of got that with our politics. Well, I mean, if you think about lobbyists, it, Vought lobbyists, might lobbyists. even be... Like a ripoff, uh, like a what happens if Wayne Enterprises went dark? Right. Instead I mean, of Batman Incorporated, run by a billionaire philanthropist playboy, Bruce Wayne, who by night goes around beating up people with his fists. Yes, yeah. and not to mention Bruce Wayne has either inflicted enough brain damage on the right. criminals of Gotham to ensure that Arkham will never run out of patience. You, <laughs> you know, like... Well, they kind of cover that with White Knight. Yeah. I have that comic at the house. Yeah. I haven't finished reading it yet. And they're also sort of losing that with the Joker Wars that we were talking about earlier. And the Joker takes all of Bruce Wayne's wealth and his technology and creates his own stuff and sends it out there in the... Jesus, I gotta read. I've gotta read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm spoiling stuff. I apologize. But I mean, yeah, what happens if you have a, a company with a lot of tech, capability of creating their own army of soups that is unchecked by anybody? You know, like that's the boys. Like it, it is a world where it's Metal Gear Solid Four esque, and that it's essentially a war economy, but it's crime. Right. Like instead, exactly. like you have your. You know, they're the Patriots. Like, they are the guys. Honestly, if you think about it, it's kind of wanted. Yeah. There are no superheroes. They're all villains. They're all supervillains. Every superpowered person in the comic wanted. Mark Miller, shout out to Mark Miller. Mark Miller is a G. He is a little, short little dude with glasses who has come up with some of the most super violent, stylized comics I've ever read. Kick-Ass, Nemesis, uh, Wanted. He has done a mate. We're going to have to do some of these these on an episode. Right. Because um, all of these that I've mentioned are movies. It's just like in any superhero. Except Nemesis. Yep. Nemesis has been. Yep. It's basically like with any superhero movie or show or cartoon. I mean, the only thing that separates a hero from a villainous perspective, like who sees... Exactly. Everybody's a hero in their own story. Exactly. You know? I mean, I'm yeah. sure that I'm a villain in several stories around call, people, you know? Call back to Borderlands, Handsome Jack. There you go. <laughs> right. He's a hero of his own story. I mean, Everybody is. I mean, you can have Superman saving all these people, but you better bet there are at least two people who see who who have been saved by Superman versus that one whose who's family wasn't saved now, by Superman. Right? Doesn't, they think Superman caused it. Doesn't right? Superman get sued a couple times? Kind of like Age of Ultron, bro. Because of, like, he catches somebody too hard and it breaks their back or something like I don't that? Remember. Like, I, thought I, do, there was, I I think something along those lines. I think that was, that was mentioned in Incredibles. I think that was like a... a 
Yeah. No, that was, yeah. He, somebody was trying to commit suicide. Mr. Incredible saves him. He doesn't want to be saved, even though suicide is illegal. Yeah. He sues Mr. Incredible for injuries. Right. It's like you were trying to kill yourself. Right. right? You know? Right. Uh, it's like when a burglar breaks in, like if you have a glass roof and a burglar breaks in and falls through your glass roof and gets hurt, he can sue you for damages. Which right. It's like you were trying to break into my house and rob me. That whole that whole perspective That's aspect it. is hilarious because no villains... Shit. I'm just bleeding all of a sudden. Uh, okay. Right? Like, hey, translucence. Right? <laughs> I'm talking too much shit on superheroes right now. Somebody come and got me. Yeah, well, we got a beaker in here with some C4 translucent. Show yourself. Right? That's a... Uh, no, right okay. up your fudge, buddy. Right. <laughs> no, I've got a camera. I'm not afraid to use it. The, uh, I also have a soccer gun, too. The, um... God damn it, I can't remember. <laughs> but, no, the corporate fuckery abound in that. Like, it... These, I do love that this basically points to corporations are evil. It does, yeah. but... Which is what I've been screaming for a long time. But the funniest part is, it's not even... The corporation is so because if they wouldn't have soups and they they wouldn't have stumbled upon compound V right. by you know how whatever means they did then they wouldn't have this shit they wouldn't but it's that you know they they have the power they can control the military they can do all this shit you know in this in the series Homelander has been shipping compound V across the globe to create soup terrorists yeah which is going to be. Which, talked about in this next... Which gives them defense contracts for Vought. Right. Which they didn't know about, but, you know, because when Elizabeth Shue finds out, she's like, you need to talk about me, with, talk with me before doing this shit. You know, right. like, and he's just like, fuck you, do what I want. Right. Which, he can. Oh, yeah. Like, Giancarlo, as much power as he has within Vought, it's funny because I think Homelander could kill him just with a mere thought. But... He wouldn't do it because the soups still need vaunt. Right. They have to have them. They need PR. They need... They don't need the world turning on them. Well, they they need to have, yeah, the PR so basically people can't see that personality disorder that's behind them. Right. You know, like it's they... It's kind of like, you know, Britney Spears was the super megastar and now she's trying to get her rights back because she's nuts. You know, yeah. I mean, she's, she, she she's that, medically, you know, she had that one lapse and there you go. Just right? kind of derailed everything. And she hasn't been able to control anything of her own who she's worth. I can't remember how much, but millions and millions a year, yeah. Which, just not even in music. It's just in her other stuff. Yeah. And she's allowed like $3,000 a month. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's sad. So, and, I mean, like, especially when the fact that she for all intents and purposes, she seems like she is at a better place where she can handle everything. Right. She definitely is. Yeah. You know, so, she's medically sound. You know, she takes her meds. I mean. Or, you know, it takes care of herself in general. Like, that's what you look for to give somebody their rights back. But, unfortunately, tying it back in with the whole money behind it thing. I was just kind of, yeah, the money yeah. behind it, the the superstar status. There, There's the money behind it that dictates that. For her, unfortunately. Like, yeah. if she weren't a megastar... She'd just be nuts. They wouldn't, yeah. they wouldn't give her rat's ass. No, they wouldn't simple. care. Like, and that's... It's weird because for the longest time, Hollywood lifestyle enables people... Oh, it absolutely to does. ...to some of their worst impulses. Just look at all the, you know... I just mean, look at, like, Amanda Bynes, Tara Reid, Paris well, Hilton. I was even going to mention, like, you know, 
Chris, Chris Farley, John Belushi. Like, oh, Chris Farley, John Belushi. Look at all of the Me Too people. Look and, at the pedo stuff that's going on. And it's it's the worst part is they were enabled from that lifestyle. It's like people around them cared about them and were telling them to stop, but everyone else outside of that group, yeah. which is a lot more than the people who care about you, are going, no, keep going. Yeah, no. Here, do this. And, you Sniff know. this. <laughs> yeah. and, and something's got to give somewhere. Right. You break. You know? uh, yeah. I mean, look at, I mean, he's... Hollywood gold now, royalty now, but RDJ. Yeah. I remember when he stumbled drunkenly into somebody else's house and just fell asleep on the couch thinking it was his place. Well, I can still, I forgot what he said at one of his court hearings was like, it's like I am constantly at the end of a loaded gun with my finger on the trigger. Right. And he was right. Like, I am so glad he was able to turn everything around. Right. Like, uh, but, and he had a slow comeback. I mean, he had some good. Yeah. Low-key movies, Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, Such my favorite one that he did. Uh, but he had a lot of just like, hey, I'm going to show up in this like indie film. But if we see countless examples of this in the real world, when you add that into the Garth Enos world of the boys. Yeah, he just kind of applied real-world stardom to and, superheroes. And you give that to people who can't be stopped by any normal means. Like, it's not that people around them don't care enough to try and talk them out of it. It's that... If they say they're going to do what they want, no force on Earth can stop them. Right. Like, Homelander can't be killed by any kind of conventional weaponry. No, not at all. Translucent couldn't either. I mean, Homelander don't even have, like, a kryptonite. Yeah. Like, like he doesn't even have a kryptonite where, you know, a, so, a deus ex machina so how do you, can come down and... Yeah, Blackmore. Yeah, so yeah. How, do you, how do you keep somebody's worst impulses <laughs> in, in check, check when they're, both, they're right. all powerful? Whenever, and they know it. Yeah. My thing is, and I get, I like that point you're getting to. I'm wondering, I know Giancarlo is, is considered a guest star on the show still, um, but my thing is, I wonder if they're going to put a twist in that we're going to find out later, if they don't kill Giancarlo, that he's actually a super with the, with mind-controlling abilities, but he's keeping on the wraps just so he can keep everything as it is. That's what I'm wondering. Because I, I can't remember who he is. That would be fantastic. That's, I'm just saying on the show, that would be an awesome twist if they were to do that, but. I mean, they've yeah, already, I don't know, like, in the comic, like, what character... I don't know who his character is. As far as I know, they're like... Do they call him the old man? Like, is it more like a... Ro- no, I'm maybe I'm just leaning RoboCop on that one, but... <laughs> you know. I don't remember what they call him in the show. Great so. episode, by the way. Let yeah. For it. They, um, oh, yeah, RoboCop's my jam. That's the... <laughs> you know I, what else has come out recently that I was really excited for, but I haven't watched yet because uh-huh. Randy wants to watch it? But the new season of Lucifer just dropped. Yeah, I saw that. I can't wait. Uh, I need to catch up on the rest of the series. We need to do an episode, <laughs> but I need, like, we should do an episode on Lucifer because it does tie in with comics, even though Lucifer is way off of the comics. Hmm. Um, but I would like to read the comic first yeah. because the comic only came out in 99. Hmm. I mean, he came from yeah. Sandman. Sandman, that's yeah. what I'm about to mention. I, was, I can't he wait to He came from this. Sandman, yes. but he only got his own comic in 99. Right. I was gonna say, you know, if you guys, if you guys have not heard, listen, listeners out there, I'm, I'm adding this is just a, this is a tangent off. But if you haven't read or listened to Sandman on all your books, oh, the one with me. James McAvoy is, is Morpheus. Oh my trust god, me, I want to see you it. Will love, to it. You will love it. It is awesome. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, I want, <laughs> I want to, I want to listen to that because I couldn't believe some of the talent they got for that. James McAvoy is, is Lord Morpheus. I can't remember who they got to be his death, but it was like, oh my god, really? You know, 
Well, yeah. in, the, in the Sandman comics, she's yeah. his sister. Yeah. yeah. So. Huh. We'll talk about this offline. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, off, say, off. we, <laughs> say I'll swing it back on topic, I guess, because apparently that one trailer they released for The Boys Season 2 is the first three minutes of the first episode. Oh, nice. Oh, really? Yeah. It's okay. the one where they're playing Sympathy for the Devil right. while Black Noir is going through that terrorist compound and absolutely wrecking everybody. Right. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and Giancarlo is negotiating with the military, but it, I wouldn't call it negotiating so much as he is telling them what they're going to do. Right. Did they ever explain whether or not the supers were created or would, or did actually uh, actually mutate into them? They figured out that the supers of this generation at least mm-hmm. are creations because they're pumping that compound V into babies right. from birth right. and then Starlight asks her mom about it and she's like Vought paid well right yeah. yeah yeah it's just like all this was geared toward you having this future right you know not necessarily being on the seven but geared toward being a soup you right. know like dude, you were never going to be a regular person which superhero pageants that Toddlers and tiaras, kind of shit. Yeah, they, they lose a lot of things me. like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, in the in the whole premise of the stuff they're making, which sort of diverges from the comics, is that they are talking about real real world events. So you know, yeah. things that are happening in society. So they they updated it a little bit for the modern day for when it was going to air, and I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, they definitely put it to a, a you know a more because, modern spin because Starlight gets her own you know, Me Too moment where she, she does. you know, where puts the deep in a position to where the deep actually gets a little bit of his own medicine. Right. A little later with the lady obsessed with his gills. Yeah. Which was... <laughs> and she like... She shoves her hands into... In him, yeah. That's and what I he's thought. basically telling her no, but right. she's like, quit being a, you know, quit yeah. being a bitch. Like, this is happening. So he gets a little bit of his own medicine, which is one of those things like, yeah, that's not the way it's supposed to happen in real life. Like, he should have to face justice, but at the same time, he doesn't get to by the way justice should be served. So he got instead a taste of his own medicine, so now he can realize what a douche he is. is. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, in an ideal world, that's not the way that would work. Right. I'm going to... I'm not gonna throw it off too bad. I'm looking up. I'm trying to find out Jean Carlo's character, so I'm running through yeah. boys' characters. This one just reminds me of Ellie. Oh my God! From yeah, Borderlands, Country just, Mama. Yeah, oh, Country I, Mama. Yeah, it's so Ellie. Uh, uh, Ellie yeah. from Borderlands. God, yes, that's perfect. Dry Hump, <laughs> Cyborg C-list Super from uh, Team Titanic. Okay, Dry- I'm gonna I'm gonna divert a little bit for this a second. Robot Man from wow. Doom Patrol. Yeah. That's totally Robot Man. That's Cliff. I'm going to divert for a second. I took a mission in Borderlands 3 the other day from uh, an Atlas soldier who got his legs blown off. And you might know where I'm going with this, but he's refusing to give you his real name. And he's a spy trying to complete his mission, so he has you do the rest for him. But he introduced, he's just like, my name is Goner. Goner me leggies. <laughs> I, they're so on the nose. Like I, I miss it so bad. And he starts laughing. He's just like a little bit of gallows humor. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. That, it cracked me the hell up. But um, you know, swing it back onto the boy. Yeah, if you can figure out his who he's supposed to be, I don't know how much they touch on it that. It says because Stan and, Edgar. 
And I'm trying to find him in here. But in that first three minutes, though, when he's negotiating, he's just like, so you're the senator's... I just, my brain wow. went, that's one of the characters from The Boys, and yeah. my brain went the exact wrong way with that. Yeah, I know. Like, that went so bad. Here you go, D. He, uh, he says something to the effect of, like, or the senators are like, you're not going to tell us what Compound B is. Like, we're not going to have access to that. And he just goes, and, and he says something to the effect of, like, with as many leaks as you guys have, do you really want China having their own right, soups? Right, yeah. Right. I'm like, Shit. Like, he quite literally can control everything. Just like, okay, well, who are the soups going to follow the command of? And he's like, me. Yeah. But, I mean, oh, yeah. technically, didn't they have, um, didn't uh, the Middle East have their own soup, soup terrorist group? Because, because Homelander Home shipping. shipping. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like, Giancarlo's basically telling the United States government how... He's going to run the soups. How their military is going to work with his guys. Yeah, right. Like... Right. I don't even think Blackwatch gets that kind of sway. Well, it's like even that, like going back to something, you know, DC-esque, the syndicate. Or is it Blackwater? Whatever, what, that paramilitary organization? No. Black, black. It's something. Yeah. I can't remember. But Um, uh, the syndicate, the crime syndicate on Earth 3 in DC the whole reason they didn't take over the world was the threat of nuclear retaliation. Yeah. Which is why the whole thing was it was in a weird balance, but the syndicate kind of got to do whatever the hell they wanted to so long as they didn't openly try to take over the world. Which, yeah, I'm kind of surprised because if the U.S. in the show is doing something like that, there's going to be blowback from the rest of the planet. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you, oh, yeah, you have soups in the military and none of us have supers? Screw you. Like... Even well, what are they going to do if we had soups in our mili- in the U.S. military? We had soups. None of the rest of the planet. The fuck are you going to do? No. <laughs> like, like at that point, like let's just get the ash. Let's get the mushroom clouds going. Because, right. Well, mutually yeah. assured destruction in the Marvel yeah. universe. I mean, everybody had their own um, soups in, the, in, the, in some type of yeah. military force. So. Well, I mean, we but, got Red Guardian that's yeah. coming. Who I can't wait to see. Oh yeah, I cannot well, wait to see David Harbor. I mean, like and I swear to God. That. They took some of Love Sausage from the boys and put it into Red Guard. Yeah, they did. Because Love Sausage, as silly a name as he is, he's a good guy. He really yeah. is a good guy. Um, and he's like, you can see he's not fitting his right. super suit. So I swear to God, they took some of Love Sausage and give it to uh, David Harbour for Red Guardian. And, and, and I mean, I know we want to say that. Because, um, I mean, when they did Hannibal King right. for Ryan Reynolds, they gave him Deadpool stuff. They did. So, I mean... No, we want to say Weapon X is a U.S. program, but technically it's Canadian. No, yeah, it's a Canadian yeah. program. That's not a U.S. program. <laughs> exactly. It's a Canadian program. <laughs> it's Canada. It's through the world. Yeah. Like, when, uh, in, when Stryker says in uh, uh, the Wolverine Origins, the bad one, the X-Men Origins Wolverine, Stryker says, your country needs you. Wolverine goes, I'm Canadian. And walks <laughs> off. <laughs> I... And even at that, like in the boys, they make it very clear these soups only exist in America. And not only that, they're positioned on loan from Vought with the very, very lucrative contracts for every major city across the nation. Oh, yeah. So. It okay. kind of reminds me that, that I think that because when Garth Enos got out of Marvel Comics hmm. was during Civil War. Yeah. Aftermath with Tony Stark's 50 state initiative. 
where he was going to have a superhero team in every single state in America. Uh, I'm so, pretty sure that's a blatant ripoff of that. So all I got, all I got to say is here is like Vought is a half step away from being OCP. Mm-hmm. Like they they're basically going to run the police force if they ever decide like I don't think I like the way the government's treating us. Oh well, let's activate these guys in every city and there have them do things our way. Right. It is definitely heavily implying that yeah, these guys are. Uh, how nobody is seeing the looming threat that is coming. Of a coup, you know? Yeah. The now, boys do. The well, boys yeah. do. Now, granted, it seems like the CIA does because if they work with the boys, then clearly they're just like, oh, we got to keep these, you know. Exactly, like the whole tagline. Some right. need watch, some need policed, and some need taken out. And some just need to be landlocked like the deep. <laughs> In Ohio. Right. Go fuck yourself, the deep. Oh, no, see, he's on Lake Erie. He's still got plenty of bluegill he can talk to or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) No dolphins, though. (laughs) For the better, you know. You know what I think is hilarious is I do do believe that dolphins are the most like humans because puffer fish, they aren't poisonous to dolphins. They get dolphins high, and dolphins will get in a circle and pass a puffer fish around. That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) That's that dolphin heroin. (laughs) <laughs> I have a newfound respect for dolphin party habits. They are mammals, though. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. I was like, dolphins get high? What? Right. <laughs> did, any, did anybody have, like, watching that uh, trailer for season two of The Boys, though, with the deep using that whale to try and block their path? You're right, and they oh, go yeah. right through it in the boat. Did, <laughs> did anybody have a flashback to our Dragon Ball Z abridged stuff that we talked about with because they have a Justice League section in one of the, how are we supposed to deal with the Saiyans? And he's like, I have an idea, guys. <laughs> and you're just like, what is it, Aquaman? He goes, we can use whales. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not think uh, of that. I that just... was, my first thought was, as soon as they give you that zoom in on the deep standing on top of that whale, I just heard the, we can use whales. <laughs> like, whales because there. that's about as, ridiculous as that whole fucking plan is for him. You know what I think is funny is the deep is every bit the bitch Aquaman was before Jason Momoa. Yeah. You remember how Aquaman was basically the most laughable comic book hero. Which is funny because if you read his comics like he... He's, he wasn't. He really no, wasn't. he's beat some ass a few times I mean, for he's people got, you wouldn't expect him to. And it's because of the Justice Friends, the Super Friends. It really is. It's because of the Super Friends, because in that, he only ever talked to fish. Oh, God. Whereas, like, in the well, comics, it very much established he had superhuman strength, right. superhuman yeah. healing. Wasn't that Ted, it wasn't that Ted Knight the narrator on that? Because I'm thinking, you know, the Mary Tyler Moore show guy with a meanwhile back at the Hall of Justice. That's pretty much, meanwhile, yeah. back at the Hall of Justice. Meanwhile, back with the super friends. Yeah, I mean, just. It's oh, just... you're watching the trailer right now, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. I just keep thinking yeah. of uh, the family guy joke. It's definitely not for young eyes. Wonder twin powers activate. Shape of water. Shape of Jaina's tampon. Now we wait. Right. <laughs> family g- yeah. See, and that's, yeah, like, there's so much rampant abuse that superheroes could do and have done. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the best part is like series like Watchmen or The Boys who call it out in its absolute worst. Right. Yeah. They, like they, they're they 100% accurate. These people need to be checked. Right. Like, I, and I, 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 
as much as I love Batman, I'd hate to live in a world with him. Right. I would. I, I applaud Garth Ennis because I understand he takes kind of a pragmatic look at superheroes. Oh yeah. Like this would be a bad idea, and he kind of runs with it and amps it up to eleven. Um. So I don't know. It's just, and he does it so well. What we got? Oh, just um, just a season two clip, exclusive clip, when yeah. shows Black Noir ripping through everybody. Oh yeah, the yeah through goes, that terrorist compound. Yeah, yeah, that's the, it's graphic. Supposedly, it's the first three minutes of the first episode. It's graphic. Oh yeah, it is. Like I said, it's not for young eyes no, by any he does means. The curb stunt in reverse with the hands. Ripped. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's he gets he gets the old saw reverse bear trap on somebody. Oh shit, Jim Beaver. <laughs> yeah. I love Jim Beaver. Yeah. First thing I ever saw him in was uh, Deadwood. Yeah. It's because Supernatural. Yep. That's why he's in it. Because of Crip Key. Yeah. <laughs> Crip Key. And then yeah. we got Jensen go. Ackles coming. Yeah. Can you imagine if they actually do the pissing pants with Jensen Ackles? Oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh, God. Supernatural fangirls might burn that place down. you got to be careful. I don't know. Because all of the funny stuff when it comes to Supernatural is Jensen Ackles. It is. That's true. Like we, like Randy and I were actually laughing about it today. The the cat jumps out and he in one of the earlier seasons and he screams, "Ah, that yeah. was scary." <laughs> <laughs> that was Jensen Ackles. Yeah. But the uh, oh, right, here we go. Yeah, like I've I've watched that a few times. Black Noir, he is uh very much. Black Noir is messed up. Yeah. I think he's worse than freaking... Which is, well, Homelander no. just likes to use his yeah. laser eyes. Like he, yeah. Homelander doesn't punch. He saws you in half. Right, he does. But Black Noir is more physical. He likes to use his strength ability, his strength attributes. Yeah, and he doesn't want to tip his hat as to who he actually exactly. is, I suppose. Like, if the series is going to go that direction. Which makes sense. I mean, I think yeah. maybe... If you were the smarter, devious superhero, or whatever you want to call yourself, anti-hero... What would you do? Would I use my trademark abilities or would I just use physical to make people think, you know? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, where am I now? I mean, I love, yeah, just keep watching because it is, for one, that Rolling Stones song is one of my favorites ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, I have seen this. Yeah. I remember that. I didn't see the reverse curves, the curb stomp. I never saw that one until now. Yeah, that was me. I've seen this one. <coughs> yep. Black Noir was like, really? Uh-huh. That doesn't hurt me. Now he's like, uh-oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. I do think it's weird. I do think it's weird that the first one is basically a suicide bomber, and that's his power. Yeah. But he can survive. Yeah. Like, that's which... fuck, That I mean, that's kind of on the nose, <laughs> but it, it, uh, it kind of makes sense. I hate to say that. Yeah, I know. It, it's definitely uncomfortable. Especially if, like... Yeah, like... The, uh, this season's gonna be absolutely chaotic. Oh, yeah. Chaotic. I can't wait. When, is when it? I look at that trailer on this... September 4th. <laughs> but when you say that, it makes sense that maybe they are sticking with the comic, because in that scene, they show them playing with... The, the, the boy, the yeah. son. Mm-hmm. So maybe they are sticking with the comics. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Because I do remember, I like, in one of the comics, uh, they went, somebody wins a a special day with 
Homelander, and he they are in a car, and he picks them up in the car and flies away with them. And then while he's in the air, away from prying eyes, he just drops the car and goes on his way with them in it. Um, wow! And you come to find out that was Black Noir. Oh yeah. Right. So like uh, that wasn't Homelander at all. It was Black Noir. Um, so the fact that he's in there, they are making sure his face is covered up because mm-hmm. I know it's a black dude in it's in the actor. suit, mm-hmm. the actor himself. Yeah. But I think they are staying true to message. Maybe they are. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I gotta admit, I can't wait to see how that ends up because the fight, if I recall correctly, like it's it's gonna be so good. They can still keep the black actor and say that's his freaking twin. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying they can oh, say yeah, that because I mean he's a clone. He ain't gotta be a perfect clone. He just has to be, you know, right. Well, there's I mean, like, I mean, even people even just alike. cloned his powers that's into it. someone yeah. else. Like, yeah, like yeah. anybody. Shit. You guys here know who Neil McDonough is? Nah. Yeah, Dumb Dumb Dugan. Yep. Nope. Uh, all kinds of other stuff. Uh, Damien Dark. Yeah. Uh, uh, M. Bison in that horrible Street Fighter movie. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Legend of Chun Li. Oh God, yeah. I forgot about that. I wish. I bet he wants to. Yeah. <laughs> I hate. I, I absolutely hate that the uh, Raul yeah. Julia's last movie was that god awful Street yeah. Fighter movie. But he has one of the best lines, and he—I mean—he has—he steals the show every he, time he's on screen. Every time. But one of my favorite things that he says was. For you, the day you met him, Bison, was the greatest day of your life. For me, it was a Tuesday. Yes. You know? <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, you're so good. Why are you in this? Because I know your son's a fan. I know. But, <laughs> but what it was ab- the last thing he did. But what about Neil McDonough? Uh, Neil McDonough, there's another guy. He's a he's a black dude. Uh, he might be uh, black and white, half black, half white, uh, yeah. Latino or something. He looks, he's a younger guy too. He looks just like Neil McDonough, but they are not related. Hmm. Like I thought there was a thing going around that it was his son and I yeah. believed it because they look so much alike. Oh yeah, you can yeah. understand it. Um, and I can't remember that guy's name. It's like David something. Doppelganger I felt the worst for in my life. And this is, I'm saying this about one of my favorite actors ever. So just take us with a grain of salt. In uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, Willem Dafoe, they reveal a guy who's supposed to be his doppelganger, and I will be damned if that dude. If let's just put it this way, if it was not Willem Dafoe, then there is some Latino dude who kind of got shafted a little bit in terms of looks department. Because as much as I love Willem Dafoe, like that dude, not classically handsome. Right. He looks better than me. Okay. But at That's, the same time, like I don't know, Cody. You're you're kind of <laughs> Willem Dafoe is. I'm not going to say fugly. Oh, gosh. But there was, him as a woman is not convincing oh, at all. No, never. Boondock um, Saints, yeah. And the fact never. that he kind of makes straight makes out with that big, fat, dumb Italian, Irish, uh, Italian dude. Mobster, yeah. Whatever. The, that was. Or sorry, it's sorry, oh, stereotype mobster. Yes. That um, very stereotype mobster. Uh, in fact, I think Willem Dafoe was one of the best things about that movie. Yeah. But, well, what was it that Weird Al lyric uh, the in the Spider-Man Billy Joel parody he did, which was the "You're wearing that dumb Power Rangers mask, but you're scarier without it on." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like. Oh. Uh, could have played Ryuk without makeup like that. <laughs> like he was no. a great Ryuk. Oh my God, it's so good. But at the same time. But yeah, like the 
it, that was the doppelganger in a movie that I felt the worst for. It was just that guy who looks like Willem Dafoe. I'm like, if that's not Willem Dafoe de-aged or whatever, I'll never believe it. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to find this dude. But also, that being said, Willem Dafoe is one of the greatest actors ever. Oh, yeah, he is. I, I do not mean to belittle Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe is amazing. No, um, like I said, I, I mean... I uh, love Willem Dafoe. Great, great dude. Um, dude, I'd... And dude, I'd probably legitimately love to hang out with. Too. Right? No shit. Um, but he is creepy. Like, he is creepy. He, he has that look, yeah. Right? Like, he's just... I but, mean, even in Platoon, yeah, he's the creepier of all the characters. Even though he's like the only good-hearted character in the movie, right? Before he gets he blasted, is. yeah. Um, uh, trying to think, because I—I mean, you know, if they do that reveal that they're just gonna have that guy, just you know, the same dude who plays Homelander, do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. unless he has a twin brother in the acting biz, we know nothing about, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, you could. I mean, Linda Hamilton from T2, the whole part where the, the Terminator turns into her, that's her twin sister. That's true. So, I mean, it's happened before. But, yeah, so, I mean, you have plenty of things that, uh, you know, the boys can... I don't know. Like, I, I hope they still go with that twist, but I guarantee you won't see it for a couple seasons. Because that, I mean, even that big twist and what happens afterward won't be the end of the show no. if they follow the comic. Like if they're if they're leading to the same logical endpoint the comic does, then God, it'll be worth it. I, it really will. Like this is a series that I hope. Well, see, the thing is, like, I know they've already deviated because whole, uh, Billy's wife is alive. Yeah, although like that, I don't. That kind of bothers me because well, that was such a gut wrenching scene, and you basically understand. Why Billy hates soups. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about that, though. I think if we're going into speculation territory now, I think they have a different method now. Because Homelander is probably going to try and play family now with these people. He has progeny. He could be a father that he never had, even though his narcissism and sociopathic tendencies will never allow him for one second to do it. He throws the kid off the roof in one of the trailers. Yeah, yeah you know it's that kid, too. Yeah. Like, it, there's oh, no yeah. way it's not. Um, will, will Billy Butcher's sure. wife survive this season? No. Guaranteed. Oh, absolutely. Especially when Stormfront's coming into it, because obviously from the clip, Stormfront has a thing for yeah. Homeland. and Actually, he gave her, which makes me think, is she immune to his powers? Because... He so, gave her a um, how laser much, beam tattoo on her breast. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so how much do you want to bet that Becca Butcher will still meet a very similar end and probably a lot more gruesomely, if I had to guess, in front of Billy? You know, so he finally gets his wife back or knows that she's alive. But it, it still justifies his hatred for Vaught, at least. Mm-hmm. Because they orchestrated this whole thing. The soups are still to blame for the fact that, you know, that company and the soups are still to blame for the fact that he can't have his wife, who's essentially a hostage of the company. Right. So, yeah, he still has a good reason to hate everything about it. Oh, yeah. And I think, if anything, knowing she's alive is going to be more hatred to fuel that fire. Right. Except now it's going to be a more pointed hatred well, I guess kind of toned down as to how do I get her out of this without her becoming a casualty. 
So it's it's going to turn into maybe a little bit more of a toned down Billy Butcher, but one who is toned down in how hard he hits. Or, well, not how hard he hits, because he's going to be a lot more brutal. He's going to make them want. Oh, yeah. That dude looks like him. Yeah, he does. I've been looking for that. Wasn't that the kid from Cousin Skeeter? The I think it is. Show? Me. I yeah. Yeah, cousin Skeeter. Wow. Wow. Yeah, the puppet. Thanks. I forgot all about him. Thanks, brain. No shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fuck. Like there was okay. a room. There was a thing going around on Facebook that that was Neil McDonough's son, and I, I looked it. it up, and it's not. I mean, They're not even remotely related. But damn it, if I you was... put them side by side, they look identical. I call bullshit. Give a twenty-three and me test. We'll no shit. That. Hey, they said the same thing. I'm Tom Cruise's adopted son. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Cruise, yeah, yeah, right. So I'm very much, yeah, like wondering. Tom Cruise I, I has think... sex with men. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh God, South Park. They hit him so hard for that shit. Fudge Packer and in the closet. Yes, those I... are both great. The yes. Yeah. I mean, Australian chick that he married, Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Oddly enough, both of his wives were 33 years old when they married him. He has a fetish for numbers. That Scientology thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is a Scientology number thing. It is Scientology. We're going to do an episode on... No, that's not a nerd thing. Nope, that's That's not. a conspiracy thing. Sorry, wrong. My brain went to the wrong motion because we started talking about Tom Cruise. And I was just like, oh, I hate Scientology. Um, We could still do an episode on Elrond if we wanted to because he was a sci-fi writer. You read any <laughs> excerpts or any of Elrond's books. I have a friend who has probably read Battlefield Earth there like a dozen so times. so many uh, jokes I can make here, but I'm not going to because this shit would get shut down so hard. <laughs> right. Um, Scientology would hear this and we wouldn't exist anymore. <laughs> we'd be on their boat. Which, uh, my, my apologies to Elrond and uh, David Miscavige. Nope, I'm not apologizing to Miscavige. I will not. David Miscavige, where's your wife? I, I Where's your wife, Miscavige? I'm apologizing because he's still alive. Where's like, your wife? <laughs> what like, is he going to do? I'm a fucking bald-headed nerd in, in the middle of sure, He ain't going to do shit to me. I'm pretty sure he's gone clear. He can do shit with his mind. We can't come. <laughs> gone <him>. clear. <laughs> and what happened there? I apologized only to punchline a fucking joke that'll get me killed. There we go. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, uh, Leah Remini's alive. Yeah, I know. Yeah, fuck it. Hey, Jason Lee got out, and he's alive. I forgot, yeah. Huh. You know what? He disappeared so long, I forgot he used to be a pro skater. I know, yeah. Like, I saw a video of him and his son skating the other day. We are but way off topic. Are we? We're Yeah, we're at like 215. I mean, nice. Yeah, we're, we're at a good wrap. And we kind of um, got some speculation for the new season. Becca, right. Becca Butcher is on the Butcher's block. Ha ha. Yep. Punch me for that one, too. All right. Okay. Um, no, the clear thing. That was good. That was yeah. real good. I needed a good guffaw. Uh, damn. Boys. <laughs> I would actually love a boys game. Oh, oh, that'd be great. Not be yet, rock not star? Yet. Not yet, not yet. Not, a, not yet? Not yet. They need, to, they need to flesh out everybody's abilities first before they bring out. No, nah, I'm talking about going off the book. 
okay. More traditional, that more would be, Actually, the book. yeah, yes. let, let Rockstar do okay. it. because New you Rockstar, could, they're which, already in the dark version you, of games. Well, and, if you have a method of, like, having to stay off of the soup's radar mm-hmm. as a section, you know, like, as a mechanic of the game while trying to bring them down, that would be incredibly interesting. Right, and they already kind of have that with your, you know, wa- your wanted level, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like let Rockstar do it. I think they they would do it really well. Yeah, in all honesty, mm-hmm. I love darkness in stories. Mm-hmm. Like I gravitate toward oh yeah the heavier, nastier, grittier side of things. I yeah uh, I I knew especially when I was in high school, I was <laughs> such a dark, brooding, angsty teen. Uh, one of my favorite things was it was in Latin, and I have no idea what it is now because I'm not the stupid angsty teen I used to be. But it was the in translated roughly to the center is dark, the darkness breathes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, I can't remember what it is. It's like Centrum something. Well, it's funny because there's, there's anyway. also that old quote, the be careful if you fight monsters lest you too become a monster. Yeah. yeah. And but, then there's that Nietzsche saying when you stare off into the abyss, sometimes the abyss stares back. Yeah. And, I mean, the boys, like, not, those motherfuckers are just monsters from the get-go. Like, right. oh, as yeah. far as we know. Another famous quote that's just jumping out with all these brilliant mind quotes. <clears throat> the quote goes, uh, be careful, um, don't look too deep into the darkness, because sometimes there's some secrets that don't want to be found out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good one. That's also very true. Right. Um, so, all right. Uh, we wrap? I'm good. All right. Uh, yeah, follow us on all the bullshit social medias that we have, which is two. <laughs> Um, we have Facebook and Twitch still. You still you, you twitching? Every now and then. I'm thinking about doing some... Uh, if I can get my PlayStation running again, I'm going to jump on the Twitch real hard. I'm thinking about doing some streaming of uh, Spirit Fair. Just because, yeah, is that what you were playing when I got here? Yeah. yeah that, it looks I mean, cool. Actually, it looks like a Miyazaki film. Like it, It's actually and, kind of like soothing. Like it, I was sitting here watching you play and it was just very... It's very soothing. Very soothing. Crafting components. Like, it's got crafting. It's definitely got an emotional story, so... It's kind of like Journey. Did you ever play Journey? Yes. It was really just Love kind of a beautiful game. game and it was just just soothing. Although, yeah. I mean, I'm still kind of... I mean, Journey, the whole game was like 15 minutes long, but... Like, it just came out on the 18th. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. Like, I was kind of pissed at... Uh, I, I sent my friend uh, this, this game he was playing when I walked in uh, uh, it's, it's definitely on Xbox I guarantee it's on PC it's on yeah. Xbox it's on PS4 I'm pretty sure okay. they released it I think it's on Switch as well so nice I'm gonna check it out it, uh, it kind of pissed me off like my, my friend she sent me a trailer for it yesterday and I watched it and I'm like and then I looked it up I'm like oh it's on Game Pass Fuck yeah I'll get this for free why not Right. and then I started playing and I'm like I would have paid like I <laughs> And I then I had to send her a text today. I'm like, damn you, woman. Why did you have to send me a game that would make me feel feelings? <laughs> <laughs> damn the feels! Um, like I said, I'm playing DC Super Villains. Lego DC Super Villains. It's a blast. Um, Does that say DC Super Villains? Yeah, the first thing you got to do with this is you got to make a villain. Mine doesn't have a mouth. I thought that was fitting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Has a little bandana that goes over his face. And the first thing they say is, he doesn't talk much. I say, did, yeah. I say did you name him 20th Century Fox? For no, he is after? definitely Kegger Lord of All, but I should have named him 20th Century Fox. Or Fox Wilson, maybe. It's actually, it's not yeah. even 20th Century Fox, it's just 20th Century now. Oh yeah, that's right. Because well, D- Disney killed the Fox logo. 
Well, I'm just saying, like, I mean, you could have at least named it Fox Fire Wilson Fox. because that's what they did to Deadpool, goddammit. Oh. Yeah. That's right. Fire Calling Fox. you guys out. Yeah. One All other. right. Um, I'm Kegger. I'm Ray BG. Cody. All right. And uh, <laughs> we'll out. get back to you later. Peace out, like little man Peace said. Peace out.